1: In
2: a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast.
3: What is the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, the professor, aka Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, where tonight's show is. Kick in the door. Wave in the 4-4. Four, four. The Carolina Panthers, after sliding three games in what felt like a giant heartbreak, have defeated another division rival in what was sort of a um, back alley, jump out the trash can and stab you in the back and then run off with five bucks, like murder-type game. The Carolina Panthers, I guess, waved – a fake 4-4 at this team, but we got to win. We got to win. So, at 500, we're here to discuss that and a lot more with all the best fans and all the best peoples, and my man, Cody Lashney. How you doing, my friend? Tony
4: Don, what's up, brother? The Panthers are 500. We're at 4-4. Four four. Man, it seems like uh, every week there's a brand new version of the Carolina Panthers for us to evaluate but as always, you know there's no way I'd rather be on a Tuesday night than sitting here and hanging with my boys and hanging with the best Panther fans and all of YouTube. Tony, you know them and love him. It's AJ Lindsay, my man Drew, Brad Dugan, Brad Holt, The Real Zero Chill, Fear the Panthers 1981, Justin, Joey the Blind Panther es- Esquivel, Tim Estes, Robbie Switzer, Tony Don ain't nothing to it but to do it brother let's roll
3: Tim said that Matt Rule is waving the BB gun it like is it the is it a real four four is it the one with the little orange cap on the end uh he threw that red flag that challenge flag this week with Gusto I love it you know what I'm uh I'm okay Arm with this win. I know I'm okay with this win not okay like what well, not upset and very happy lot to talk about though, when it comes to our quarterback, Um, how we're going to progress forward with this offense. And maybe if Sam Darnold, people already questions about Sam Darnold. Good Lord. Now he's out. You're looking uh, maybe at the best iteration of the Panthers offensive line in some ways. Um, but then also, some exciting things to talk about with Stefan Gilmore, Hassan Reddick, I'm wearing the Shaq Thompson jersey, CMC is going to come back, not this week, but next week, how will we keep up this running attack and this diversity, the butcher, but before we get into all that, we got to welcome CK, the man with the sultriest voice on the internet, the bestest streaming voice around, how you doing CK?
2: i'm doing well the audio may be horrible and i apologize it's
3: not the bestest tonight
2: yeah it's uh right now guys my internet has great download speed but 0.04 upload which is horrendous and i don't know why i'm it's the entire neighborhood so that's fine
3: you do sound like a robotic
2: how bad is it? Is it worth staying on the podcast
4: yeah, it's pretty shaky. You sound like you're in the upside down. <laughs>
3: mm. How about mm. is that um if you wanna stay, you can. If you want a night off, this might be the one to take it. I mean I could always do this on all right. Your phone your phone
4: that? might work too. Whatever you yeah. wanna do, brother. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. That I'm might not, be better. Anyway. Yeah, definitely, dude. We want to have you here. We want you in the car. We ain't dropping you off on the corner on the way uh, back from the game. <laughs> but it is robotic, hypnotic. Um, go ahead. Uh, well, we'll let Cody uh, or CK uh, find another way to join or decide what he wants to do.
4: There's um, a handsome bastard.
3: There oh, he is. Look at that. Holy yeah.
4: cow.
3: Dude, All right, cell phone's
4: um, awesome. <laughs> I
3: know. I know. Um, yeah, budget. Tonight's show, Waving the 4 4. You can be a part of it. Numbers 252, 228, 5098. We'd love to hear your takes on this Carolina Panthers team moving, uh, advancing to 500 after what was a long, long slide, a skid. Uh, but beating the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> makes it feel a little bit better. Defense kind, of, um, defense kind of defense re- kind of bring us bring us back, right? Like as in, we knew that was the linchpin of the team, but as usual, the woes of the offense are still there. Um, but nice to not be losing now. All right, we want to hear your thoughts on the Panthers pro- uh, projections, guys. Let's go ahead, uh, smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, do all of that. Um gonna mute CK as he's getting set up. Cody, you can um bring unmute him when he is set up. Tonight's show, dude. Um some of the things I think we want to talk about now obviously are the Panthers moving to five hundred. Trade deadline's coming gone and really the Panthers didn't have any involvement on the sell or the buy from it really wasn't a lot of movement. Overall, other than the Von uh, Von Miller story, <clears throat> the Ingram guy, like it wasn't like any blockbuster stuff. Other than that, um, where are you at? Two days later.
4: <clears throat> two days later, I, I think that the like I said in the intro, we're we're kind of at that usual point in a Panther season where it's far too late in the season where normal teams would normally be figuring out who they are. But yet, here we are. The Panthers are still figuring out our identity as a football team. Matt Rule said uh, for seemingly three weeks in a row that the Carolina Panthers were going to be a run-first football team. And we were going to be dominant up front and run the football. And, you know, we really didn't do that too much against Philadelphia or the Giants. We forced it a lot, throwing the football um you know most of us picked against our own Panthers we thought that we were going to lose to the Falcons we thought that we were going to be a get right game for Atlanta but it turned out to be the other way around Tony Don we really found a rhythm I think it was the best performance by our offensive line yet this season Um, we've all been very critical of them but they played well they played well against the Falcons and and knowing that we're going to have Christian McCaffrey coming back at some point here in the future, I mean, listen—if you're going to have some some bumps in the road, I'd rather have them early on and potentially find your stride now going forward, and you know, be able to uh, string off a couple of good victories in a row. The problem is, we're going to be without our starting quarterback, Sam Darnold left with the concussion. We don't know what his timetable is. Um Yeah, you, know, you thought if, the if,
3: team was bad before. Now you're yeah, I mean, the worst now back in the league. Now how terrible you're going to be.
4: <laughs> all the PJ Walker defenders are going to have to really uh bring that noise because uh it's looking like our I'm man PJ, PJ I'm might not a have an PJ opportunity. PJ
3: Walker. Uh, it's not a defender, it's a cheerer. Like uh we're hoping Like, you kind of always root for this the little guy, the guy that the undrafted dude to make it. I mean, it's kind of the Jake DeLome story in a way. Um, So I was just thinking about a couple of days later, were we really – I don't know if we thought if the – I was wondering if I thought the Panthers were a get-right game or if I just had to say this, is that I don't have any evidence to pick them other than just – Hope that it could happen, you know. I mean, like, and yeah, uh, the defense, I think, came and played a game that they hadn't played for the last three weeks, right? Yeah, uh, and, and the injection of Shaq Thompson back into this lineup was giant. Uh, he had a giant game. In fact, uh, if you look, uh, I guess we're gonna have to skip ahead to that because I never know what the order of any of this is gonna be um the falcons have 50 offensive plays today according to josh klein from the riot report and Shaq thompson had a tackle on 10 of them which is 20 percent and, a, and it, another, man. another which means like he was involved in 23 or 25 percent of 23 percent of the plays you want to uh, hear
2: something even crazier yeah For go sure. ahead Shaq Thompson was the second highest rated PFF player in the entire league this week.
3: Holy cow. Yeah.
4: Second behind. And uh, wasn't Sam Darnold their highest rated quarterback, which is kind of insane. That's that's kind of what makes people call PFF into question sometime. Right. Uh, Yeah. Look, man, I think this is consistent with what we've been saying all year about Shaq Thompson before he got hurt, before he was injured. We were all, you know, heaping praises on him. And rightfully so, man. I think that number change is apt. He's playing um, with a renewed sense of self, I feel like. Uh, I, I said during the postgame show, I'm seeing a lot of Thomas Davis uh, and Shaq and, um, Thompson's play. And that was uh, someone that he played next to for a very long time. Dude, he's shooting gaps with vengeance. Um, he's really mindful of where the play is going. And he has been the real linchpin of our defense. And I think that when you put him and Stephon Gilmore on the same team, I mean, look, man, Stephon Gilmore, the Panthers are undefeated in a game where Stephon Gilmore has an interception. Yeah. So, dude, I'm, I'm loving it, man. Yeah. I think that our defense is getting healthy at the right time. JC Horn still has the potential to come back at some point this year. Hey man, we might be getting healthy at the right time.
5: I, um,
3: when it comes to uh Stefan Gilmore, it is nice, like I mean, adding that caliber of player is tremendous. I went and looked at the snap counts though. I was right in the post game like it wasn't like he was out there the whole game. Which in some ways lends to how important he or like kind of what the argument a lot of people have been making specifically Cody Lashney about how JC Horn was so important to the defense and allowing them to do different things is yeah, um, he played 17 plays Gilmore, which is the same amount of plays that uh, YGM played. So YGM did have a sack, right? But I don't think we were all like looking at the field, looking for YGM's number on those 17 plays. We were looking for Stephon Gilmore's. And what I, I think that he did make a significant impact in his debut of, and I don't think it's just that, I don't think the intercept the interception was actually probably YGM. Somebody was pressuring I'm like crazy. might be who, I don't remember who was doing it, but the Matt Ryan was, was – he never had his feet in that game. You know, he seemed nervous even when the pocket wasn't awful. But this the defensive front got a ton of pressure. In fact, I think we saw a lot of stats floating around recently about that, right? Oh, is this the – let's see who gets the pressure. Is it Brian Burns? Somebody get – uh It's Brian Burns and somebody shooting up the middle. Who is it? So this Brian is
4: Brian Burns. Brian Burns, uh, Brian Burns is 53,
3: got. right?
4: Yeah, Brian Burns is 53.
3: It's this. Look at – it's not – it. oh, is that Shaq? Nine. That might be Jermaine Court. No, nine is Shaq or Jermaine Carter. It's nine, nine is Gilmore. Yeah, well, that's not nine then. Who is it? Four. Carter, yeah, that's Jermaine Carter Jr., who's also played very well this season. He hasn't been bad, but it you know what? Is that uh, so someone says Louvu diving, Carter diving. I think it's Carter, yeah, it's Carter. I think Louvu is the one that's jumping up, maybe, or yeah, that um, the guy
4: diving is number four. That's Jermaine Carter Jr.,
3: so that's just that's very important right there to that interception. Anyway, I think that uh, you guys are, you've been spot on about what it allows you to do in the secondary that then affects and helps the front four and vice versa. You know, they're all interrelated. And I think adding Gilmore, um, if that's how he uh, played. And I think this is, was it Josh Klein that put this up? Maybe I got one. No, nah. is that like um I saw that uh Gilmore was man to man on six or seven plays or seven plays and Pitts had one catch for nothing. So uh nice to have that. I guess that we'll we'll have to talk about this later in the show. Is all of a sudden who are we gonna have to prioritize and keep when it comes right. to Uh, free agency. Let's go back to this, though. Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about running the ball, or do you want to talk about (coughs) this? If we we talk about free agency, I would say this is that we might have to remember, too. Hassan Reddick is on a one-year deal. He's playing for pennies, bro. Hassan Reddick is playing for like $7 million this year. Not much at all. And well, he's got more, seven and a half sacks. He had a twenty percent pressure rate. He has not been a liability that it seemed anywhere in the run game. He's been sensational. Look at this. I mean, he's what one, two, three, four, fifth in the league in sacks, and not far behind.
2: Is it? Is any of those? Uh, I think he's number one on the in the NFC. He's the highest uh, in the entire NFC.
3: He is. These because uh Miles Garrett at 10 and a half. How is Miles Garrett at 10 and a half? Jesus. And he's you, know a what's also, you know what's also funny is that the um Cardinals dude who had five sacks in one game isn't even on Jones. this list. He's not even on he the also list. had yeah. COVID for a little while. Did he missed he? some time. Yeah, he missed some time. Um,
4: but you know what, Tony Dun, what I think is interesting about this conversation with reddick I, I think we, we we're thinking about it too much uh, we are going to sign reddick for more money after this season because one of the things that we're i think we have to, to
5: mm,
4: yeah I we think. are what well, what what player and see this is the point that i was going to make well what do you, you, no, you pay no like we've all been we've all been actor. assuming well let me tell you why it doesn't really matter because we've all been assuming that DJ Moore and Brian Burns were going to have these legendary years this year and that we would potentially want to pay either one of those guys earlier than Mm -hmm. we had to pay them, which would have therefore made them a bigger priority than Hassan Reddick. But I think all three of us and even people in the chat room can say that has not been the case. With certainty, we can all say that. Yeah, both Brian Burns and D.J. Moore have had some struggles this season, Um, some very warranted criticisms of the way that they play. Um, You know, D.J. Moore with some some effortness and not blocking down the field, and, and even his own fair share of drops, although not to the degree of Robbie Anderson. And then Brian Burns with all those near misses, one after the other. Neither of those guys are commanding of top dollar right now. Another thing Tony, if you look at our free agent list, Stefan Gilmore,
5: Stefan
4: Gilmore, Matt Paradis and Hassan Reddick number are the top 3 guys at the top of our free agent list. So listen, if Brian Burns and DJ Moore are going to be forced to wait another year, which I think might be what's going to happen. Anyway, to me, it's not even a question. I think we're gonna sign Hassan Reddick. And I could easily foresee a scenario where they want Stefan Gilmore to be a part of our future uh, you know, our, <clears throat> our game team going forward and and the the build of our defensive backfield. So yeah, I don't think it's a matter of of how but when the Panthers sign Reddick.
3: I hope we can afford him because at this point I feel like he's asked gonna ask for a billion dollars. In fact, let me see if yeah. I can Yeah. I mean think a look at this. It, I mean you gotta think about it. I hold on. <sighs> feel this way. like we
2: we want to get fixed on his sack count. Like he has been more than it like more than even just that. Like that's why I think he's going to break the bank, you know, with whatever it is, is because he has been a cornerstone in how our defense has played against the run. Um uh, he has been uh yeah, you know, I, I don't want to say he's been locked down in coverage, but he hasn't been a liability in coverage. Like, dude's going to get going to get paid this this off season. or oh, as they say, he might get tagged.
3: Go back. That would be the rudest, rudest thing you could do. Which one? Do what now? To uh, franchise tag on Hassan. Ready? Right? I don't that think that would be rude. Yes, it would. Well, dude, you're talking like that would be a 12-sack season, played on a friendly deal with But that's the exact type of person you would trying to make saying this is I believe in giving you you guys giving me the right opportunity, you finding me the right fit to show out. He has showed (laughs) like he could stop playing right now and sign a four-year deal. (laughs) <laughs> like, like if he just sat out the rest like had this seven sacks uh seven and a half sacks in uh in, in what eight weeks and all the pressures the fumble recoveries this dude's been all over the place he needs he's not, if you franchise tag him and give him a one-year deal he makes 20 what he would make uh the average of this so he'd probably make 25 million so or 23 million yeah. See this hey, that's right a pretty here?
4: damn good payday you know it
3: is for one year though and then say he if I am that player I'm saying this if I roll my ankle and have a six sack season or I blow my knee out and have a two game season years two three and four are gone homie I, I mean yeah I would, I like would, would be to- rude The franchise tag can be used. I don't think
4: we will. I I think if we're going to use the franchise tag, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe even Dante, if we're not willing to let him go. I don't know. It just depends, man. I think it's almost even too early in the season to say exactly, you know, who will get paid, how much, and when. What I do think is this, though. I would love for Son Ray to be a part of our team in the future. Um, and I, I think especially if he has another 10 plus sack season this year, man, if I was a general manager, I would love to sign three year contracts front loaded for the first year or two. Then you can move on from them or you can trade them, cut them off a little bit of money right now, and then kind of you, you seal up your defense. But well, that
3: is the smarter way for everybody to negotiate their contracts. I'm telling you, oh, I should uh, be the GM. It really is, is that the the back end helps the team. The front end helps everybody, right? So it's kind of a bait for the team because they get to put off payments, you know, so you can get a guy that you can woo him with an extra $10 million that you really probably shouldn't be spending. But since you can spread it out and probably cut him and get out of some of it, you do it. But the front load is kind of good for a team in some ways because it says this "is we believe in the move we're making. Yeah. Enough to right. just say hey, put our money where our mouth is. And for the player, in some ways, is as long as the deal is not too short, you know, kind of a sweet spot, it gives them an opportunity to sign another contract. So if you're Hassan Redick and you could sign a five-year deal where it's, like, super cool, it sounds awesome, but years four and five are kind of funny money. And it's really a three- or four-year deal, not a four- or five-year deal. Um, It's kind of cool if, like, somehow you survived the contract and you collected every dollar, but that's, like, improbable. But what would be really cool is if you played, you signed a three-year deal, and... In year two, you still had 10 sacks and you're ready to sign another deal in year three where you get another like And that point you hit inflation rates. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you sign a two year deal. Another two year deal in three years is substantially better than a two year deal now, I guess.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, even the front loading part, really, that's a reward for him being our best pass rusher right now, which it, he hands down is. Right now, he means more to our team. He's like one of the best Dan. in the league, dude. He's yeah, like and listen, I'm not, to, is, I'm not trying to belittle Brian Burns. I, I think that he's huh? done a good job this year, too, but I think, frankly, right now, Hassan Reddick means a little bit more to what we do. Michael Jones with the love bomb of 199 says, what will we do with Dante Jackson? Um, and again, man, it's like we would love to be able to say right now what we would do with one player or another, but I don't know what we'd do with Dante Jackson simply because he's such an important part
3: of what the Panthers are doing right now. I, I mean, so he much. sensationally of... in this past game, yeah, I has... he was fantastic in this past game, and I think this season has been arguably his best season. And I know it's not like if you just measure it in interceptions like I was just measuring Kassan Reddick's season in sacks, which I don't think is a good of the only measurement. I just think Dante has been very good all around run game tackling. You saw him making big plays. He's been a leader. He's another guy that's not going to come cheap. And you yeah, know what? is that he's doing what he deserve. He did like if you're a player and you're trying to succeed in the league and get make as much money as you possible, possibly can. This is what you do. You play fantastically when it matters. And I got to give Dante credit. After all the people wrote him off, after Ron Rivera put him in the doghouse, he answered. Dude, he stepped
4: up. We've seen him grow and get better as a football player in front of our very eyes, you know. And and again, I feel like uh, as sad as this is to say right now with the way the Panthers have built their defense and trading for Gilmore, someone who already lives in the Charlotte area. uh, Kenneth was in the chat room earlier saying uh, his wife said that he lives in the Charlotte area and he doesn't want to go anywhere. So a lot of people are already speculating that uh, you know he'd be willing to take a pay cut potentially to stay here. Then you look at we have C.J. Henderson on a rookie contract, J.C. Horn on a rookie contract.
3: Uh, I can't say whose name. uh, C.J. Henderson. I want to hear his name. It's his name. Inactive on this podcast. It's inactive.
4: And except for right now, <laughs> listen, he is a part of our team. He's a part of our long-term future. And I think, sadly enough, that means Dante is the odd man out in that scenario. But I don't want to move on from him just yet. He's going to be a saint. He's simply one of our best defensive players. He's playing his best football right now. And the Panthers need him now more than ever, man. Dante is a critical piece of our defense right now.
2: You're absolutely right. If he's not here, he is definitely going to the Saints next year. Ah. Well, I don't. Oh, look, here's the said. Maybe. He's
3: from New Orleans.
2: Oh man, he is. Look, he is I from did, New Orleans. I, he was
3: LSU. I just a had a feeling.
2: But here's the here's the thing is I don't think that they can afford any free agents. They're fifty million in the hole already for next year. So there is. They've got to make easy. some major moves in order to be able to mm-hmm. have some room. Um.
3: You know, we're, we'll talk about uh, CJ Henderson being inactive. We got to talk uh, a little bit about the running game and some different things. The number's 252 228 5098. We'll be talking about the return of Christian McCaffrey. We want to hear your thoughts the Panthers now hitting 500. Um, who should we extend? Well, Dante Jackson being New Orleans Saints. Are we on top of it already? I think we were. And we have barely talked about it, but the worst quarterback in the league, who is the most important quarterback on our team has a concussion. And uh, now we're panicking. You were panic. We were panicking with him at the helm without him at the helm has also been problematic as well. Um, Cody shame these. Uh, well, actually, cause he doesn't have the, the things, but make him shame some people. Yeah, CK,
4: you may not be uh, on your on your computer with all the fancy bells and whistles, but that voice is still sultry, even over a cell phone, baby. We've still got a bunch of weird freaks in the chat room who <laughs> like to be shamed. so do your thing, Big Papa.
2: Guys, we're coming off of a victory week. We're Talking about the Panthers. We possibly could be getting back CMC. We're getting better as a, as a defense. And you're watching this show because we're giving you the greatest content you're going to find about the Panthers on YouTube, on podcasts, out there. And you haven't hit that like button yet? I have one thing to say to all of you. Subscriber Shay.
4: Subscriber shame 113 people watching 52 thumbs up do like my man ck and like my man Troll one have instructed you to do hit the thumbs up hit the notification bell for every single time we go live and hit the subscribe button man that helps us to grow the channel and get us in front of more panther fans just like you man so that's all, all we right. ask that's all we ask
3: smash the thumbs up folks um, and call into the show 252 228 5098. Let's jump into some cat calls and see what you guys want to talk about. So, what are your
2: thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty. Sh- you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
6: Uh, very uncomfortable.
2: So, how do you think cat calling makes the person feel? And it feels a good. And like,
6: a and a and who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face in the snow? Who's that kid that can use one Panthers podcast, my brothers, how y'all doing? Hey, man. well up, up, G? G, that we signed some dude named Love to the practice squad. <laughs> I don't, nothing about this damn dude. I know he's a quarterback and everything like that. And holy moly, B I played New England this fucking weekend. And honestly, if we stay with the same game plan we did last time, trolling the damn clock with running the ball, with three different types of damn running backs and get the fullback involved. You know, I can see us pulling this damn win out. I mean, the trade deadline is in a couple of hours, man. You know, by the time you guys hear this, this is going to be over. But to me, something has to happen, y'all. I mean, Carolina, we have to damn do something, man, if we want to win. And I'm speaking on all the fans, and probably you guys too, I want to fucking win, y'all. Our team, our team is too damn good to be having a four and four record. I'm glad we're four and four. I'd rather be four and four than you know three and five or whatever. You know, something has to fucking give, man. I mean, good old Scotty Madi pulled some strings and some players came, and the deadline is is in a couple hours, man gonna see what's gonna happen, man. Me personally, I want Cam Newton back. I'll be I don't care what nobody says. I want him back. In my opinion, there's other quarterbacks out there that are, that can that can get taken, like Tyrod Taylor, Ah, oh, what's that quarterback's name? Play for Oregon, the Hawaiian dude. I think he played for Oakland or something like <laughs> Mariota. that. Marcus Mariota. Whatever quarterback we damn get whatever, hopefully he can scrabble really good due to our O line. <laughs> you no, know, but give me your thoughts on that. And hey, man, get New England this weekend. Hey, we can pull this out, man. That's safety, y'all. Keep pounding.
4: Tony, that's something that we really need to talk about. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick is known for uh, how many times he wins against rookie quarterbacks. And I mean, listen, PJ Walker might not be a rookie, but man, uh, imagine somebody who doesn't have a ton of experience having to make their start against a Bill Belichick-led defense, dude, that's a tall task, man. And part of the reason why I think that we as Panther fans were hopeful was because if you look at our next stretch of games, you know, outside of the Cardinals, we played Washington and Miami, and the Patriots have been okay up until this point, but nothing to write home about. Those were the three games that we need to win the most. And the fact that we're going to go in there without Sam Darnold,
3: oh, man, I don't know how to
4: feel about it. Maybe
3: that, it's a Johnny. good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. I wonder what Sam Darnold's record against Bill Belichick is.
2: Probably zero. Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: he's, been in, he's probably played um Well, he probably only played him one time each season because he was hurt the other time um that's what they're now you know because Darnold hasn't played a full season yet um like he averages like 13 games or something which isn't that few when you think about it playing on a shitty team that's not gonna make the playoffs <laughs> right anyway right. he misses like three games he plays about he plays a little bit more than christian mccaffrey Fair enough. um
4: are we going to be all right just to run the football? It's
3: probably and, 0 and 3 against Belichick.
4: Are we just going to run? I mean, does the song remain the same, guys? Are we just, now that our O-line is, is pass blocking better and we have a, a new, I, I know you put up that tweet of Josh Klein um, talking about our running back snaps and how we were able to kind of divvy them up proportionately between Chuba Hubbard, Amir Abdullah, and Royce Freeman. Um, you know, if that's a recipe for success, then maybe we're doing the same thing with PJ Walker. And it doesn't really matter too much that Sam Donald is out. I mean, how realistic no. of a take is that?
3: I don't think it look, we haven't scored, but like six points in three weeks, this offense I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, we have barely put up any points. Um, So it's not like you're losing some sort of crazy offensive productivity. Number one, true. Number two, I tell you this: is I went and watched the Patriots game over the against the Chargers because I I had the worst week in picks. I go on this radio station, and we just pick straight up. We don't pick against the spread. Just went and we keep up with them all season. And I had the worst week I've ever had. Um, and I tried to pick some. i tried to pick some flyers. I thought it was being cool and stuff. But one of the ones I was surprised about was that the Chargers lost to the Patriots. Road game by three. They lose by three. I mean, you can look at a box score and say that there were some, inter- the, the, the two interceptions. But I was watching, watched probably three quarters of the game today. And Mac Jones he didn't do anything like make any giant mistakes, like throw picks or whatever. But he also had zero touchdowns. He was like eighteen for thirty-six. He threw fifty percent or less of his completions. It wasn't all on him, but some of a lot of it was. They were like, God, he threw it at his feet. He threw it in the stands. He did all this. And anyway. Justin Herbert threw some interceptions to that defense yeah. too. Yeah, and threw so it threw a like, timely pick. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not scared. Of their offense. In fact, I think our defense probably matches up well against their offense. So I actually feel all right with trying to run it and getting ahead a little bit and putting Mac Jones in a tough spot. Yeah. But let's let's go back to the call real quick though, because the call did want to know about um obviously with the Darnold. Is there a chance that Darnold comes back this week?
4: I haven't heard any news saying that uh he will for sure that he won't.
3: But they I mean, yeah, but it, uh, yeah, like it's not entirely ruled out, number one. Um right. I haven't heard that yet, but it does feel like everybody jumped on the PJ Walker bandwagon. But who is this Josh Love kid?
4: Yeah, Josh Love and does is... it
3: even matter?
4: <laughs> no, uh He uh, is a former San Jose State quarterback. Um, We picked him up off of the Rams practice squad. And listen, I don't know much about him other than the fact that he's not going to help us do anything, really. I mean, maybe he will, maybe he won't. But, I mean, listen, if we're having to rotate second and third string quarterbacks, it's it's not going to be good. And it just means another season where we're going to kick the quarterback can down the road a
3: little bit further. Another thing that I predicted. I think PJ could play well. Like, I think he could. You know, to be honest, I felt that I've been a little disappointed by PJ's play. Not a little, a lot. Like, I don't even think it's representative of what we've seen him do in the past. So I don't know if he's gotten any reps, if they've thrown him in in crazy places. I don't know. But last year he looked way better. And way more prepared when he came in, and I wouldn't say he just doesn't look at, and like consistent. He looked unprepared,
5: unprepared for the, situation and for the uh, moment,
3: and I kind of think that that leans leans to the coaching staff a bit, well, and maybe of how much attention staff, but- they're paying Sam Darnold, who was struggling like a motherfucker, who they also benched, bro. They benched mm-hmm. him. So you're trying to tell me you're gonna bench a guy and you barely you probably have PJ Walker in the corner, right? They were probably my my thing is
4: this is that neither guy has shown a lot of consistent level of play for an expanded length of time. And listen, everybody has been talking about PJ the Walker Wonder, and PJ has so many fans Um, that that think that he's gonna
3: come out. Yeah, because we're rooting for the little guy. Like, why aren't you rooting for the little guy?
4: Because he hasn't shown anything to prove. I
3: guess to take over the. He has world. not
4: shown anything to prove that he's a franchise caliber quarterback, and I'm not going to start sniffing the daisies and believing it now. I mean, we're maybe he'll do he's okay. I think he's gonna right be now, awesome. we're saying I think that, that the only the only thing that you want him. him to do, I'm not against him. I want him to be able to take care of the football, which is something that he doesn't do well. Even for the brief time that he was in against Atlanta, he almost threw an interception in the red zone, as he's been known to do. Um, I think he has to take care of the football. And listen, if he can run the offense and and hand off the football and run the football and just play safe overall, yeah, he can do the job. But uh, P.J. Walker is not going to come and win us the football game. He's not going to be the answer going forward. He's not going to. Compete with Sam Darnold to be the starter. We don't live in lava. He
2: line, yes, he is. The fuck no, he's he not. Isn't. He is not.
4: No, he's there's,
2: not. There's, there's, there's about, no Ty? shot. Is
4: this there's another no Demir sh- Bird moment for you, man? Come on.
3: <laughs> First of Come all, on. this is a me not being sold on Sam moment. Number one. Right. Sure. Number two is that like, don't give me the franchise thing, mess. Of course not. That's not what anybody was thinking. And if you and if anybody thought that with Sam Darnold, then we're also living in la la land. Is that it's a wait and see thing? But yeah, I am kind of rooting for the guy who's kind of like the discount bargain Mike Vick. Like that's what I want him to be. Like, uh, like he's like the Dollar Tree Mike Vick. He's like the
4: drug addict, Mike Vick, dude. He's like oh, a damn. super down. It's what just
3: rude. It's he's just like rude. the heroin
4: addict, Mike Vick. What are you talking rude. about? That is so that, rude. It's a yeah, little I bit. It's a little bit, that,
3: dude, <laughs> a little you, you bit but... I've never... Dude, like. What is what's it? What's going on? That. Who pit, pissed in your Cheerios, bro? Oh, that man probably because,
4: runs a 4.9. What are you talking about?
3: Dude, look. Joey's still pj walker oh my gosh you have, eye, you have
4: eyes you have eyes like joey the blind panther down. if you're comparing him to michael vick
3: come I on did, i said i want him to be the discount discount version of that which is a guy that had look all right how about this let me defend my take and you know what is <laughs> people in the chat and not the chat, the live chat, but the comments afterwards, people always coming after me. And they said this, the <laughs> week, this, this past week, somebody said, Oh, you're so pessimistic. Listen to this curmudgeoning little, this dude right here. Cur- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm sitting here rooting for the guy. That's the undrafted free agent. Um, this is very much um, the similarities I see between a P.J. Walker and a Mike Vick. canon of an arm, mobile quarterback, undersized. <laughs> undersized? Mobile?
4: What, the, what does mobile mean?
3: Is he a not dual threat stationary? or he can just
4: extend the pocket?
3: Dude, he can run. You don't think he can?
4: Yeah, I mean, he can run to the outside. He's not taking off. You don't think he's mobile? What? No, dude, he's not—he's not a runner, dude. He's like he he wants to throw the football no. because he has that cannon of an arm. Are we
3: talking about the same person? <laughs> well, yeah, Hawkins. we
4: need to—we we need to get Tim Jenkins back in here. He'll tell you.
2: No, he he's won't. He's gonna Michael. be all on his voice.
4: Like, I don't know if we we'll prepare him to Michael Vick or a or a discount Michael Vick. Hmm.
3: To me,
0: he's like a a
4: straight corner Michael Vick, in my opinion.
3: What? (laughs) Cody is like totally... I'm just being real, man.
6: I mean, let's not put lipstick on a pig. This is G. Gavassier once again. Hey, y'all. I saw something that just popped up today on TV. Odell Beckham wants out of damn Cleveland. Now, I'm hearing that Cleveland is not willing to trade him, but... To me personally, I say we give up, damn Robbie. Too late, Colin. To get Odell Beckham, man. I mean, that motherfucker is a good wide receiver. Yes, he's a damn diva, but so was Chad Johnson. He was a diva too, and he fucking produced. He produced. He ain't winning any damn playoff games to we to New England. I'm gonna be honest,ly I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Everybody know that, you know what I'm saying? But hey, send Robbie Anderson over there, you know, <laughs> to Cleveland, and we give up like a damn. Like 2000 and like 20 fucking 24 <laughs> third round before that so all
3: right, all right. well that boy in i guess uh that thanks boy. g for the call we didn't get the trade deadline and uh this would be the time i guess to ask what do you think about oj uh oh i said oj's uh odell's dad's criticism about <laughs> First of all, I think one thing is I don't think Baker Mayfield is all that great number 1. No. He yeah. he is coming off uh I'm going to give him some slack not because he's a discount Trent uh Trent Green. Who is a Trent? I'm trying to think of an old quarterback that reminds me of him. He's way too tall. Um, it Maybe it may a Dilfer. I was thinking about the guy. He used to play for the Chiefs, and um, he was kind of a statue. He was a little taller though. Trent Green, I thought it was Trent Green, was his name. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, I want to give uh, Baker some uh, not some some slack in this past week because he's like throwing with a shoulder that doesn't work. I didn't watch the plays. His non-throwing
4: uh, shoulder, though.
3: Oh, is it? And, and yeah, uh, it's man, not is that he doesn't have? And like that's been my you know, like, it's not my criticism. He doesn't have rocket uh, cannon of an arm. He's uh, and also does neither does Mac Jones. Um, who's got the better arm, oh, Mac Jones or Baker Mayfield? And I was right. Oh. right. I was Trent Green. Thank you. Sometimes Freaked a fucking clock is right twice a day.
4: Would you ask me who has a better arm, Baker or Matt? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that, honestly, they're the, you know, they're similar you types don't know, you're Mac. not an
3: opinion on everything, bro. You just told us Yeah, they, P. they P. both Walker's have good-, good
5: Don't work.
4: They both have good, not great arm talent. I think they, you know, when He's you got build an one. offense around them- Eh, I'd say maybe Mac by a bit, but you know, I mean, I, I, either way, that's man, a, I don't, I don't good. think that, uh, that, uh, I don't know. Why are we talking about Odell Beckham? We're not going to sign Odell Beckham. Well,
2: like, it's too late. That, it's too late. Yeah, it's, too late. So it's
4: irrelevant. Not, not going to happen. Mac
3: Jones. We're talking about Mac Jones. We're talking about uh, what happens when so- you're. Your dad comes to your rescue. And you know what? I don't got a problem with this. Is that if my kid was in the NFL, I'd be coming in his rescue like a motherfucker too. In fact, uh, Zay Jones, um, his who's he, a former ECU pirate, um, his dad, Robert Jones, who is in the Hall of Fame, who used to play on the Cowboys and won all them Super Bowls, He taught he he got his sons back his sons back all the time on Twitter and I if I was a kid I want my parents to be advocates yeah yes exactly so I don't even hate this this moment
2: unless you're the ball family then you know maybe not have your dad yeah
3: that's like an exploiter but you should also thank him you should also thank him I like that dude. I don't they think he's got, done anything wrong,
4: and his sons are famous, there.
3: and they're bald. They got there. Yeah, we started so at how the can How it. can you
4: hate on that dude?
3: And also, he played for
4: the Panthers,
3: the oh, Carolina shit. Panthers. All right. I heard he's That's better
4: than Michael Jordan. He can take him one on one, bro. That's just what I heard.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? He's probably um, so mobile and.
4: And let me tell you what though, Mellow Ball, uh, who plays for the Hornets, he's like the talk of Twitter, man. He's a he's a badass.
3: And Got people watching o- Hornets, NBA. Hornets
4: basketball again.
3: All right, next call. What's
6: going on, FPU Nation? It's your boy Jay Anderson, getting y'all up. Um, um Jay, Sunday, you know, the Braves. Winning. I, I mean, you know, with the um whole game, man, I wish. You know, it does nothing for me. You know, I still want Matt Rule fired. I still want him gone. You know, Ooh. fired. Um, today, I was hoping that they will make a big trade with Dante Jackson to trade him because I think Carolina needs some picks. Obviously, we don't have a second round and we don't have a third round pick. And we – it's real important to get – those picks. I understand everybody's talking about, you know, having a first round pick, but it's real important to have those set that second round, that second and third round pick and stuff like that. So I was really hoping, you know, I think this DJ's last year, so I think that was an opportunity. Now, they probably did try to shop him. Nobody probably wasn't buying, buying them or stuff like that. But I think this is was a real good time to really shift him. And stuff like that. So other than that, um Yeah, this is like I think it was like this Mercury uh, of that whole Monday night football game with, with the Colts. Just wanna know what y'all um what y'all memory of that game, that Monday night game in two thousand fifteen. Oh you know, I know number one is mm. K again dropping that pass in the rain and stuff like that. <laughs> Well, other than that, you know, what y'all memory, what y'all at the game and stuff like that, I, you know, how I, y'all feel about that game. I,
3: was, was that the he, slow start game where – Yeah,
4: and it was raining too. Uh, we were winning and they, they were coming back to tie the football game. You uh, the Colts? He, Yeah, that Colts. was at that fo- game. Yeah, yeah, I remember you said you were there with a friend of yours, right?
2: Yeah, we were there. Uh, and uh, another buddy was there that I didn't know was there at the time. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was one of my all time favorite games, man. I was uh, I was super happy to come out and uh, watch that one live. It was uh, it was pretty cool. I
4: 20,
3: remember that well, drop pass. What do like on about my it. 29 to 26. The Carolina Panthers were seven and O, or moved to seven and and0
2: You know what points. I liked about it?
3: Move I like that 25. loop.
2: I like that loop in- interception there in overtime that won us the get.
3: Three picks. Andrew Luck had three picks.
2: One in uh, overtime.
3: Kind of uh the odd man is is Andrew Luck like one of the oddest story? Uh, yeah. This is an intriguing story. One of the most intriguing stories in, in NFL guess. history. Like uh, a yeah,
4: career cut short. Yeah, for sure
3: but by choice.
4: Uh, I mean, it, it in the same way that Luke Kixley's was by choice. It, his body just couldn't continue to hold up to it. You know, I don't think either of those guys to football. No, but then he started having another calf injury and he felt himself going through the same process, the same process over and over, and his body just couldn't hold up to the rigors of football. So, I mean, that that's how it was with, uh, with Andrew Luck. I, I always remember being so mad at the comparisons because everybody had this idea in their head that Andrew Luck was a much better quarterback than Cam Newton. Yet they had relatively... But yeah, they gave fantastic. him the... Cam Newton had far less talent to work with his entire time that he was here. Cam had just as good of an arm as Andrew Luck did. Mm-hmm. Both of them were first picks in the draft. Big, powerful guys at the quarterback position. I always defending uh, Cam the over comparisons
3: Andrew. were pre, not post NFL. Uh, comp- when it, when people said that Andrew Luck was the best prospect, they talked about him, Cody, in the light that you talked about Trevor Lawrence.
4: He was supposed to like come his, to
3: Carolina. Well, he uh, chose not to come to Carolina. actually. Yeah, that's what Tim Messick said. And then that's that's what I say too.
5: Because yeah. that's
3: why I don't like him. He returned to school. He could have been the number one draft pick when the Carolina Panthers had the number one draft pick, and we got Cam Newton. And I'm glad. I want Like I like Cam. I like Cam Newton more than Andrew Luck. Who? So sure. for Andrew Luck. But he returned to school to go and be an interior design major.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Or uh, an
4: astrophysicist
3: or some shit. He's
4: like a really smart
3: dude.
2: He lacerated his kidney, not lost his spleen. His
3: actual actual, um, major was like in architectural design. But I always just be like, you dickhead did not choose the carolina panthers <laughs> to go back to school to be an interior designer hope you have some fluffy pillows right now and you know what his pillows are way better than my pillows i will promise you that i was mad man it's like it's like get um so i and i'm honest about my love and my hate for people right so like my love for cam is so clear and true and because he became he chose like we chose him, he chose he loved us. Andrew Luck turned they he don't like he turned us down. The Carolina Panthers would have wanted would have picked him over, Cam without hesitation. They would oh, have. Yeah. And, and and where would Andrew we be Luck, if we did? he chose to go back to school because he didn't want to be with the Panthers. That's exactly why. The numbers 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. Subscribe to the show. We're on iTunes. Tune in, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. You know what? I am the worst salesman. I've had... I got these cool shirts for sale. Like, I mean, like, it actually, the, I just keep wearing them type shirts. But I've had... <laughs> Like, uh, but if you want one, folks, you can get a C three Panthers podcast, a One Nation One Voice. Put me up on the big screen, Cody. I'm seeing this. Put me on the big screen. You can get the One Nation One Voice C three podcast shirt on the front. It has the Carolina Cat Chronicles across the top, uh, across the chest. Beautiful top end shirt. Next level. That's what the brand name is. The wonderful. Like the only buy, I will never buy a cheap T-shirt. You can also get the special edition from when we went to London. The keep pounding T-shirt, thanks to Lynn Leonard, uh, who designed this. On the back, it's got the a panther's head with the cool hat, the British hat. But if I came up with that idea, keep pounding. Go to London. Anyway, you can go to Carolina Cat. Cro- carolinacatchronicles.com i just hit shop t-shirts which also means me just going in my closet and mailing out these t-shirts that I should be advertising each and every week but i never do cuz i hate selling shit i mean i hate it uh but i love wearing these right. shirts top end top end all right um anything else you guys want um Reactions real quick before I pull up the next call. Actually, have <clears throat> any of you worn one of these T-shirts?
4: Uh, I do. I have, like... I have All of them? Like, yeah, I have like every c- c- T-shirt there is. I, I, I rotate them every on your podcast.
3: Yes. Do they feel delicious on your curmudgeon skin?
4: Oh, dude, they just melt right into me and become a <laughs> part of my soul, baby. You got to get you all one right. of them C 3 shirts. It'll make you feel a lot like you're being hugged for the first time in your life.
7: There you
3: go. All right, let's okay, go to the next nice. call. Hey,
7: everybody, it's John Jenkins. It's been a while since I called in, but I have some comments on the game and also have some tips on what we all must be doing as a team moving forward. Um, first of all, though, it's an awesome feeling to be back to 500, isn't it? I got some hope again. Very much so. That was a hell of a defensive performance. Gilly, Gilly, Gilly. Gilly showed up with that interception right on time. And then Robbie finally caught something. That was like the best catch. He caught that thing. I was like, Robbie finally caught something. I want a bleacher report. <laughs> and that's what everybody was saying. It's like we were all sharing the same consciousness. But um, it was so funny. It was on Halloween, though, especially with Matt Ryan bleeding all over the place. Like yeah
3: it kid. was oh yeah did you
7: guys see when he went to the bench and like wiped his forehead scared blood everywhere i thought it was an snl
3: he must have been drinking before it the was game so
7: funny. um i was scared though when i saw or at least i thought sam's head popped off um holy crap man i hope he's okay um you know my boy is gonna be starting probably and i haven't been saying this all season because i had bought into sam But here's what we've got to do. Uh, You you remember when you were kids and somebody say, go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, shut the lights off and say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, over and over and she'll appear. Well, what we need to do is we need to go to the bathroom, turn the lights off, look in the mirror and say, witness the walker wonder.
3: Mm -hmm. Witness the walker wonder. Yes, yes. Witness
7: the walker wonder.
3: I think it's right.
7: Witness the walker wonder will appear. Peace out, nice. guys. Keep going.
3: Right. Wonderful call. Wonderful call. Thank you very much. And you will see it this week. It's the Carolina Panthers host the New England Patriots. And I tell you this if uh, PJ comes out there and ekes us out to a victory, we'll all be jumping up and down afterwards, celebrating, Just, beating the evil can, empire.
2: Can I can I maybe pop your, your bubble a little bit here? Ooh. Did you did you see what the Patriots did to Justin Herbert? Don't get your hopes up that P.J. Walker is going to come out here and do anything special. <laughs> they they made Herbert
3: late below, in the game, below it average. La- it was late in the game, though, that they did that. It wasn't like they just straight dominated that game in the beginning, right? They but the they also NBA were going up against pace, man. But how about this? Did you not see what happened on the other side of the ball? There are – Mac Jones threw for 50% or under 50%, had zero touchdowns, and didn't do anything either. And their defense still won in the game. Just don't – who makes more mistakes or who makes less mistakes?
2: I'll tell you what. P.J. Walker is going to make more mistakes than Justin Herbert does.
3: (laughs) Wow.
4: Yeah, man, we're going up against a Bill Belichick defense. Uh, I mean, look, if we're going to have any chance of winning this, I think the song remains the same no matter who our quarterback is. If it's Sam Donald, P.J. Walker, or God forbid this poor love sap that just signed onto the team, we're going to have to run the football. We're going to have to continuously run the football, and I think that we're going to have to take advantage of our matchups on defense. They also have a rookie quarterback, and we need to be cognizant of that too. So we need to be aggressive with him. We need to bully him around. We need to get in Matt Jones's face and put his ass on the dirt and, and really be aggressive and push him around. Uh, if we don't do that, then it's going to be a long day because if we know Bill Belichick is going to make passing the football a living nightmare on our offense. And you think Bill Belichick doesn't already know that we want to run the football down their throats? Of course it does. So uh, I hope that we're having a fantastic week of preparation because if we're going to be able to beat this New England Patriots football team, it's going to take our best effort in the trenches.
3: Yeah. Um, Which is like every team, too. Nice call. Hey, this is Kevin from
1: Charleston. I was thinking, you know, maybe it's, you know, kind of out there or whatever, but maybe we should go after Deshaun or, yeah, not Deshaun, Uh, Jackson out of the Rams, the receiver they just cut, like, because our receiver ain't doing shit. I wanted him five years ago. You know, and for all the people who want to trade (laughs) away CMC, just remember, CMC right now is our best receiver because he don't drop shit.
3: Well, that know. is true.
1: I don't know. Who, who do y'all think we should pick up who got cut this, uh, this week?
4: Peace. Mm. Who should we know. pick up? I don't know, Damn.
3: man. Uh, obviously, it's Cam Newton.
4: Yeah, that's who we want, man. <laughs> but I don't think the Panthers are going to do it, man. I think they're, no, they're, they're going to do We're too fine. much.
3: No, got a sinking suspicion. Wrong. You're right. Yeah, the- gonna be too much. much. They're What'd not gonna do think? it. This is uh, some people have been saying saying on Twitter that Cam deleted his IG account.
4: Yeah, what? I saw that.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, why would you do that as an influencer? My, I mean, interesting. That's what people. What I heard is it true? Chat, tell us. I mean, uh, obviously, the- I saw. They from, like, said that it was people. true.
4: I assume that it is. I didn't
5: Yeah, like, I have no
3: it. reason to not, like, I, had, I saw, like, seven, I don't use Instagram myself, and not because I'm, like, anti-Instagram, it's not a big picture person, I like words more, Um, but if Cam, like, if he deleted his Instagram, that's a, well, why would you do that?
4: It makes you wonder like, I mean, if he's going through it, man, maybe he's upset that he's still not playing football. Um, I'm um, I, 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 listen. I honestly couldn't tell you, man. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it would it would all every me. answer
3: would be 100 speculation. But yeah. I, wouldn't you just stop posting on it? That's my thing. Is uh, like, you know. I don't
4: know. But also, Cam Newton has a lot of like, uh, you know, he's got five kids. Um, he has a lot going on in his life. I don't think uh he was on good terms with his wife from the last time I remember hearing about it.
3: Maybe so she. He, he it.
4: might. He might have a bunch. Maybe of Maybe she stuff.
3: hacked it. Um,
4: so uh, Michael Jones, is, Cam still has his iconic saga page. Um, so yeah, man, something might have pissed him off. I don't know, man. It, it could be a number of different things, but um, I would
3: just like take the app off my phone. I just would like. That's my thing. Is like uh, I don't use Snapchat. And I'm not going to like. I think where I got a lot of things, and I'm gonna tell my. But I, like, uh, I prop my account probably still exists, but I just deleted off my phone. Yeah, I like well, guess anymore. Anyway. yeah, but just Cam Newton. Isn't it interesting to delete the account? I mean,
4: anyway. I mean, again, dude, who knows what Cam was using that account yeah,
3: for? Sure, man. like, maybe, may, maybe his
4: DMs weren't as uh, pristine. Ooh. As you Ooh, might want yeah, to be. You my DMs so maybe, boring. Why don't, yeah, you, uh, why don't you
3: DM me at cat underscore chronicles on Twitter or call into the show at two five two 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 eight fifty ninety-eight? We want to hear your thoughts on these Carolina Panthers. Uh why don't you tell us why Cam Newton deleted his IG account? Or has he called it a gram? Oh wait, does he call it that? Do the kids call it that? What would he do,
6: boy. It's your boy Mike. Supreme, what's up? Hope you guys are having a fantabulous Tuesday. Um, all I really called in I was about. Oh, well, you know what? I do got something I want to get off my uh, hairless chest. Okay? <laughs> okay. If c is going to come back, Joe Brady needs to use that young, luscious, supposedly bright mind of his and start doing some different things. And we've had this conversation before. And we're going to have this conversation again and again. Line them up outside, okay? Just think about it, Ch- Chuba, Chuba and company, okay? Chubby Hubby and company have held it down since he since that man broke his hamstring trying to cut, okay? So why not just let Chubby hubby, keep doing his thing, you know, back there with everybody else, and line them up outside the slot or hell, line them up out wide. You know, you're gonna double DJ, but you're, you're gonna leave you're gonna leave Christian open, all right? Okay, double Christian, you're gonna leave DJ open. You know, so just. Mind that man up outside. His dad, his dad, old Ed McCaffrey was a wide receiver. So I think that's where he should play. Not all the time, maybe, but some of the time, okay? Also, I'm going to be at the game this Sunday, all right? I'm going to be in the uh, section 530 something, okay, on the home improvement side, the Lowe's home improvement side. Oh! <laughs> That's a got a nice Ken Allen reference there.
4: I'm a 90s kid, bro. I got you. Panther Pride. Love listening to the Supreme Leader, man. Fantastic call. CK, okay, you want to? Go here first. What, what, are your thoughts, bro? Man?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been super critical of, uh, of Joe Brady, and I think he's 100% right. If you get back CMC, you've got to be more intentional with creating, uh, some, basically doing play call, making plays that are going to keep defenses on their toes. Everything we've done up to this point has been vanilla, and defenses have, you know, been unfortunately able to just kind of call it out right then and there. This past week has been by far his best performance as a play caller, and I'm hoping he can continue that. And if he can, if he can do what, if PJ Walker is the guy, right, coming this Sunday, and we do have Christian McCaffrey back, you've got to be creative. You have to. You cannot just play the game the way they want to play it, which is run the ball, run the ball, pass it, pass it. You know, like you've got to be able to create some bootlegs. You've got to create some misdirection because if you don't, these these guys are going to be just eating all day against this uh this uh this offensive line in this offense
3: two things about this um one is the butcher was exciting for this team, and that's what they call abdullah right the yep. butcher coming out of college like he was exciting Amir abdullah was uh like. And I know he only got thirty percent of the carries. Is it running back snaps? So maybe uh this from uh Josh Klein the same where he's coming out of the backfield, he had some screen passes, uh, he had some handoffs, he was uh in the in the punt return game, I believe. Right, punt or kick return, one or two. Um so he was there was a presence that he had immediately. That was fun um, or exciting. Right. So that's one thing. And then the other was, uh, what, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, CMC coming back. Right. Is um, how do you manage that? You know, do you, do you just go full force into saying, you know what, we want to um. Who? Where? Do, who gets? Is it just like? Uh, do we just cross Royce Freeman off this list? Make Chuba Hubbard down to twenty percent, and Amir Abdullah to twenty percent. And uh, I think our boy Josh Klein
4: has a pretty good little formula there. I mean, I, I would say maybe even less than seventy. Let uh, you know, let yeah, where well, that would go- be
3: sixty if we did sixty, twenty, twenty.
4: Yeah, I think that would be fantastic too. Hopefully, later in the ball game, too, you're able to get them involved. Uh, and listen, people get mad at me every time I say it, but I don't care. I'm going to keep on saying it. If, if Christian McCaffrey is going to be such an important part of our offense, you have to limit the number of snaps. By the way, big bad Derrick Henry is out for the year uh, also. So, it's not Well, like, first uh, time
3: in his career. First time in his career. But, Tony, career.
4: what did we say? You're not injury And prone, on a record-ass pace. And I'm not saying that he's injury prone. I'm saying, dude, any, any uh, when you have your offense run through a running back, you cannot be surprised when they get hurt. And now, all of a sudden, your offense is completely different without I them. I want I Christian McCaffrey. To be available later on this year, and we have to use him in the proper scenarios. And this isn't wanting to take the ball out of our best player's hand. This is wanting to be smart in how we use our best football player who's been dealing with a ton of injuries.
3: I absolutely hate this argument.
4: I know you do, but I, it's because
2: the shooter, we're not
3: going to say Devontae Adams, like who is the most, I mean, there's a yeah. difference.
2: There is a tremendous difference.
4: Running back and receiver is not the same kind of punishment.
2: The it's receiver
4: not
2: the same kind the of job. The receiver
3: are not getting the handoff.
2: Right? Yeah, it doesn't they're matter. Taking oh, blitz. They're blitz. Pick. They're blitz. Yeah, they're picking up blitzes. They're big. blocking. They're,
3: it's not as. It's not like like the other Turn guys it, are running back too. is far
4: more extensive on the body. Than playing wide receiver, that's and not that
3: say can... it's not extensive. I'm not saying that, but what you're saying is this: is that you can run an offense through a receiver, but you can't run it through a running back.
4: No, I mean you can run a passing attack through a receiver who like gets is, open a lot. But...
3: is Devonte Adams? Uh, uh, who's the best receiver pick the number one like the most pristine receiver like the most influential one in the league i mean
4: whoever it is i wouldn't i wouldn't say you run the offense through them
3: you don't go you know what is that they're so important to our offense that we probably should limit their exposure
4: or you use them too much and get them hurt then what are you with? You That's have what I'm saying.
3: Is you don't know. I've never heard that argument for a wide receiver. Is that we, we've we're exposed. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't run them so much on plays. We're not going to pass it. I ain't never heard that.
4: Because it's not the same argument. It's, it's not the same. Argument. It's, it's not, but the, it's same, not, but it's not the same. But there is there
3: is some similarity to it.
4: You have to limit his snaps, Tony, for his health. You have to. You or hear me say that? Maybe use
3: him in a more diverse way. Now, what about hear, that? I, I feel like you like, hear me saying that. What say if you? What if he was a receiver? What if I'm he was a receiver, not a No, no, no. I think you're saying that. I am saying that. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel like I am arguing <laughs> I with my wife. Yeah.
4: I'm not your wife. I'm. T- I'm trying to make sense of don't football worry. for you.
3: If you were my wife, you would not be safe right now.
4: My body oh, is no. nowhere my body is nowhere near <laughs> as nice, I'm sure.
3: I don't know about that. <laughs> no, it is totally not.
4: Thank you, CK. Um, <sighs> we're <sighs> off God. the rails now, boy. No.
2: Whatever I don't know where dude, this, is I this going, I like but it, I'm like, liking
3: it. We'll keep going through with the calls. We'll keep going through with these calls. Got so many feelings.
6: Hey guys, love the show. Cody Tony. I think you guys made me a little hard on Sam Darnold. And last week, he played his ass off. I mean, he ran, he took hits, uh, and mind you, he he's wan. got a wide that leaves the league and dropped passes. And
8: an he did,
3: man. They dropped everything back. last week. He'd be so, hitting these mugs in the face last week. To
1: catch the ball and make plays, I think he can be a game-managing quarterback for the long term. Now, anyway, but there is one player I want to talk about, who you haven't been talking about, who's been balling lately, that kicker, that Zane Gonzalez, he's nailing the goals and is. Kickers own touchbacks. I think this guy maybe is the solution for the long term. So, what are your feelings on that kicker who's been balling lately? Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Uh
3: um, Zane Gonzalez. Couple of Zane things Gonzalez on kickers. It, go ahead.
2: I will say a couple of things on kickers. First and foremost, Zane Gonzalez has definitely come in. He has improved drastically. Um, you know, out, off of his first week. Um, in, in like I don't know that he's missed a, a field goal. I could be wrong, but you know not since that first week I, I think he might have missed one then but um I, I think it's important do you guys happen to know why the 49ers cut sly he was doing he had like a he was on a streak of, of made field goals which pisses us off I know but they uh, didn't trust him yeah
4: See, okay, I it, honestly didn't even know that he was with
2: the 49ers. I thought he was still with the Texans too I did like for whatever reason. <laughs> I still thought he was, but I saw him the other day playing for the 49 Nineers. I, like, I saw okay. him
3: at Best Buy the other day.
2: <laughs> Interesting, man. But yeah, no, I think, like I said, I, I may have mentioned. I think I mentioned it Sunday. I think Zane Gonzalez is saving Blackburn's job right now. That uh, backup punter is putting him right back right. in the doghouse a little bit. But uh, that that Zane Gonzalez is doing a lot to make sure Blackburn is uh, is uh, the special teams, you know, coach coming next year.
3: I think the we, we, we were talking, we talked a lot about Chase Blackburn earlier in this season. And I, um, unlike Cody, who wants to probably like eviscerate everybody, I was hoping that Chase Blackburn, I was like rooting for Chase Blackburn. But at this point, if he makes it through all of this, I don't think he can survive this season. And I think, he, I mean, or next season. Like, I don't think he will be the special teams coach next year.
4: And, uh, he hey, needs I, the rest of this year. He needs the rest of this year to prove himself. Whoa. I mean, he's okay. not. Uh, I mean. Right. To, to, well, no, his, I'm
3: just projecting. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. I don't think he'll be the special teams coach next year.
4: Hey, he, you very, mo, very well might be right. Uh, listen, I think this performances early on were abysmal. I maintain that one of the main reasons we lost that Philadelphia Eagles game is because of special teams. And even before then, we had been complaining about our special teams. We complained about our special teams last year, but problems were just so bad on offense. And then later on on defense, that they, the special teams just kind of got oh, pushed got over the 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 back. Center. Yeah, kind of got pushed to the back burner. But that's on Matt Rule as well. And if you're going to be the real leader of this football team, you have to make the hard moves. And uh, shout out to Brad Holt here. He's correct. Chase Blackburn is a part of the old regime. So, yeah, his days, if he doesn't continue to improve this special teams, then, yeah, his days could very well be numbered, man. No one's entitled to anything around here if you're not earning your weight. And so far, Chase Blackburn, I mean, yeah, Gonzalez has done a little bit better. But overall, I still wouldn't say that I'm very impressed with the overall performance of our special team. So I need to see more. I think we all do.
3: Continuing on the line of coaches, um, this past week before Sam Darnold suffered the concussion, but after the benching, Right, so we almost forget that he was benched uh, just because Carolina won, and now he's hurt. Um, and now we're now worried. But this guy was benched against the Giants in a historically bad, terrible, awful game. And then some of the stories that followed that week were about Matt Rule kind of take intervene, like taking more of an interest with Sam Darnold and like how he was approached. So you heard them, they watched the tape together. They uh watched the greatest, the GOAT, Tom Brady, how he navigated the pocket and his timing. And they concluded that his dropbacks were rushed or something to that effect. Um since we're talking about Chase Blackburn making a why is it that every time there's a real problem with this team? Right? It's like Matt Rule has to be the fixer. Like he goes in there, he's like, We got I'm gonna I'm gonna intervene on play calls. I'm gonna run, we're gonna make sure if I want to run the ball, we'll run the ball. Now Sam Darnold's been sucking for the last three games. All of a sudden he's having these personal meetings with him. Where's this Sean Ryan guy? Where is the quarterback's coach? Why wasn't he diagnosing this drop back error by a half yard or whatever? That Matt Rule all of a sudden the Wonder Boy can sit down, the guy that can coach any position. Sean Ryan, you guys told me that he worked with um Stafford. He worked with Deshaun Watson. He coached with the Giants for nine years. Maybe he ain't even a good coach. Maybe he just had good players. And who's the offensive (laughs) line coach? Who's the offensive line coach? I mean, I think his name's Pat Meyer.
4: Hey, but yeah, that's another guy too. That that is like if we're gonna put you know criticisms on the positions, we have to put some on the coaches as well.
3: yeah, I, I don't is know, still, man. It's, like, it's why is, how does Matt rule? On? Like, so Matt rules well, because step he's the head coach, man. Two hours, He's the head in, coach. all of a sudden, we figured it out. We figured it out. If it's you're going to hire bizarre, a head man.
4: coach to, for, to a seven-year contract, you expect to be able to look to that guy when things are going wrong. You expect him to be able to lay down the blueprint on how you fix things. That, but I also think he should be coaches picking coaches.
3: I think he should be the he should be picking coaches that can do all of that. Like that's the uh, that's why I am not a head coach. That's why I am not like I'm an assistant in my department. All this is because it turns out maybe I'm not great at delegating. But I mean, like here is that Matt Rule can't like all of a sudden. What if we have a problem next week? With um, what did Matt rule go sit down with the punters? You know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, he did say in an interview
4: wherever they're struggling, he will spend individual time in different, you know, player meetings. If it's O line, D line, quarterback room, receivers, he did say that he does. Isn't,
3: Isn't that not a referendum, though, on the guys that you put into power? To a certain degree. Like if, like, yeah, all right, so then now you're just proving to me that Matt Rule's awesome, but you're also proving to me that Joe Brady sucks, Chase Blackburn sucks, and Pat Meyer and Sean Ryan.
4: Well, but again, about this?
3: That, this was the answer they came back with, Cody, is that his drop back, he was taking a half step and the routes were off. Like, why wasn't the quarterback's coach saying that? Wow, the well, son, well was maybe sorry. part oh, of
4: it. <laughs> well, maybe part of it was because it was pointed out to him, and maybe that's why Sam did have a. Why well, wasn't bit the quarterbacks
3: coach pointing it out to him? Well, my, that's my that's my point. You don't know
4: that he wasn't. You don't know right. that he wasn't. We don't have the cameras on the inside behind saying who's pointing out what. In so fact, he the only, only lessons, the only reason man. why most of us are talking mm-hmm. about it, unless you're watching oh. the film by yourself. Dan Orlovsky put out that uh, video of Sam Darnold not being in sync and not, you know, the the receivers not being ready to receive the ball by the time he's at the end of his drop. So I don't know who pointed it out to him, but I think that we deserve to give our coaches at least a little bit of credit for coming off of that W because they did show an improved performance. I mean, we've been doing nothing but trashing. This offensive line all barely, year. The
3: offense barely showed any improvement. If anything, I would say this. The we Carolina rushed for Panthers, over
4: 200 yards. That was our best offensive line performance this year it's a by a misrep-
3: misrepresentation of the yardage.
4: Why? Because of the Falcons? Maybe no. we're going to find out. No,
3: because 60 of those yards came on undesigned scrambles where the quarterback and we'll give him credit like Sammy D has some legs. So yeah, but we ran the we ran 47 times, homie. 47. That's like like if you don't get our running backs, like if you don't get to, what is that? That's really only 5 yards. I mean, I'm not saying like we didn't run the ball well. We ran the ball fine. But it's not like all of a sudden the coaching it all, you know what, Cody, it took two weeks to get to that two weeks before that Matt rule came out and said, we're not running the ball enough. I want to run the ball 33 times, 30, 33 times here. We'll put it up How about this and this thing. So you want to see this is he said, um, so two weeks ago, we didn't run the ball at all. Then we come out and he said, next week, we're going to find a new identity. We're going to find a new identity. And we ran the ball 17 times. Then another week comes. I guess Matt Rule had a meeting with Joe Brady. I guess he sat down with Joe Brady and fixed Joe Brady in this past week. He didn't have time the week before. And now we run 46 times. And he says this, I think I've known this, what I want us to look like. He said, I think I've known this is what what I want us to look like. I know it's not always going to be 46 runs but i wanted to be 30 of course you got 200 yards bro you ran it 46 times cody
4: like you're not, you only, you're not you're not guaranteed get? to get 200 yards even if you run 50 Imagine times. if they
3: got 110 yards and they ran it 47 times
4: <laughs> the thing that you, the thing that should upset you is why it took 2 weeks after he said that this is what we we're what do. That's what i'm saying oh but, but now we should give have- the coaches credit well, I'm saying, listen, the the fact Love that it this happened, thing. like the, at least it fucking happened. When at some point, the other alternative was to keep on letting Sam drop back and get obliterated, and let our bullshit offensive line continue to fail him before they even tried to do that. So and we you have bring no Christian McCaffrey
3: back in and run twelve times. <laughs> we got to protect them.
4: We should do just like we did last week. But CMC needs to be a part of the passing attack and a part of the rushing attack. And I think if our offensive line continues to find their identity running the football, keep on doing it, man. Keep on Uh, doing it.
3: Next call.
7: My thoughts on the whole process is, who do we eliminate from our corners? Do you say... A.J. Boye is better than Dante Jackson, because so far mm-hmm. I say Jackson has performed over A.J.,
2: but what we can see yep. as the season progresses. Also, at
7: quarterback, do
2: we rely on our current quarterback who's injured, and do we just move forward and try to find one after the draft? And what if we break 500? Because if we break 500, there's going to be no quarterbacks in the draft, so do we build up on an offensive line? All the real Panthers fans know this offensive line's been in trouble for a long time. I feel like that's the main place we should kind of attack on the offseason. But past that, I'll always be a Panthers fan, and I love you all show.
3: Thank you. a nice. fantastic
4: call. call.
2: Yeah, I think that, uh, that addresses a lot of the same things that we've been talking about, which is, you know, uh, is obviously the, later, the, the better we do this year, the less likely we are to get the quarterback that we think we can build around. Which means Sam is going to be the future, or we're going to have to try to pursue somebody like Deshaun or uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson in the off season, or uh, Aaron uh, Aaron uh, Rodgers, or a Russell Wilson in the off season. These guys who have been, you know, said to be unhappy in the current state that they're in. Uh, we'll see if that's any, you know, anything comes of that. But uh, those are all still win now moves. None of those are future, you know, building blocks. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is coming to the, you know the the final stretch of his career as well. Um so do we wanna do we wanna, you know, build do an actual rebuild or not? Um and I think it has to start with the the, the interior. It has to start there on the line in the trenches. Um, we've done that with the defense. I think we need to go full on overhaul this uh, uh this offseason. Um, you know, in the draft and go offensive line. I think that's what you have to do.
3: Well, you know what? As, uh, you can call in with this. You can tweet me at, uh, at cat underscore chronicles. Well, Sam Darn will be the quarterback next year. I think starting to be a legitimate question, whether or not you think he sucks or not. If the rebuild is – if the quarterback issue, if you can't solve it in free agency and you can't – you don't really feel comfortable, if you can't grab an Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come to you, uh, what do you do? You got to pick an offensive lineman in the first round and kind of think about the next year. Sam Darnold might be your quarterback next year. 252, 228,
8: 1598.
3: Boy, God, boy, boy, Here we go. Impression since we're doing the
8: since uh, we're Raven Noel 4 4. Wait, come uh, Falcon in the back of the room wanting to know what that was. You know, this it is, is Joey. Boy, God, boy, <laughs> uh, you didn't play my uh, calls during the post game.
4: Oh shit! Blame oh, shit. Tony. He has and a million saved.
8: I kind of figured we weren't gonna do shit at the trade deadline because, well, we have already traded like a ton. And uh, the the one thing we really could have done is uh, send CJ Henderson back to Jacksonville and have them give us our shit back cuz he sucks. He isn't doing shit. shit
3: well, he's not actually playing, not playing. Yeah. Which is something that I didn't
5: play.
8: Yeah. Last. When he played, he wasn't doing money Even a few plays. But he was like, man, like the dude was good, but you could tell he's only you could tell he only did pop one cuz his fucking parents made him because he he was like like super
3: athletic He's like I just want to read books and be Uh, alone and they're like you have to play sports motherfucker I'm sick of hearing
8: that (laughs) he's going to be back not this week but next week shit because we heard that two weeks ago Um,
2: we heard that all last year doing
8: really well so uh, bye bye CMC I mean, if you don't stop ending up at CMC for getting hurt all the time, then, I mean, damn. Something's got to give there. Anyway, guys. Wow!
3: CMC slander. I don't like it. And this isn't... and uh, You know what? I've come back to CMC Jesus on this. Oh, God. I know. You guys got to stop with it, man. It's not just a running back I think he's a special player. Um,
4: who's hurt all the time.
3: Who's been hurt recently. Next call.
6: A lot. We cannot. A lot recently. He is a critical piece to our defensive secondary. And mm-hmm. I think we probably would be C.J. Henderson will probably be the odd man out right now. Oh, look he at all these C.J. calls. He's still young, but he really hasn't show me anything or anything like that. I think we should have picked up Cam Newton. We should have brought him back home. Great. Uh, a little bit of side of energy for the fans. Love Cam. For the team and just all all around better. And uh keep pounding.
3: Thank you for the call. Let's keep, keep moving. We're gonna keep moving.
1: What's up guys? This is Justin from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, first What's time up, caller and longtime listener.
3: Hey Justin, man. So, Thank you.
1: Next week, uh, this coming Sunday, is going to be my first NFL game, and I'm going to be watching the Carolina Panthers beat the New England Patriots. PJ um, Walker is
3: beating those uh, bitches.
1: Patriots stand, so Ooh. it's going to be a rough one, but
3: for her. last
1: week I was a little nervous. Um, we were on a four-game losing streak, and then um, we beat the Falcons, so pretty excited coming into this week and I think we have a chance Um, watch the game our offense needs a lot of work but you know our defense came to play Sam Darnold came to play Um, I don't know I'm excited so uh, turned on my favorite Panthers podcast and I don't know T-Baby seems a little upset Um, (laughs) seems like he's Fighting back tears every time the Panthers get a win. Um, oh, we how, how we need that
3: was like Cody last year, though. Who. No,
4: that was like yes, it, it was. was. So is, you uh, were
3: crying you all, all last year, for, like. Or, wait, here's
4: a question for you. For the Patriots, keep out.
3: Panthers or Patriots?
4: You need to Ooh. rewind the last. You need to. You need to play the last ten seconds of that goal. Hmm.
3: Should have played this goal earlier. What did p baby? This week, are you gonna be rooting for the Panthers or the Patriots? Oh, T baby. Always asking oh, you. Always yeah. oh, asking me.
4: Yeah, are you rooting for the Panthers or the Patriots?
3: I'm always rooting yeah. for the Panthers, bitches. They're coming <laughs> at you, bro. Yeah. They're telling you, man. This get the slash back. Last oh, year boy, you were you were tank tank from beginning, huh man?
4: I was right too. Just like I'm and right so what now, you?
3: Well, and now I'm Mr. C- Crybaby. You're
4: the curmudgeon, you're calling me a curmudgeon. You're the old curmudgeon, Tony mm-hmm. Dunn, the old curmudgeon. I that that know, we, need to, we, we need I to make sure.
3: Angry, I am old, and I, we do need to make a shirt. These damn old.
4: kids talking about Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> new man get off of my bank of america fake lawn <laughs> uh, next come.
4: damn kids and your pesky Tiki talks what is Somebody,
3: just, somebody <laughs> just called in and recorded air come on guys come on guys be better breathing into the microphone Thank God he wasn't doing what Cur- what they do on Cody's show.
9: Uh, good afternoon, C3 Podcast. This is Tree 50. How is everybody What up, here?
3: Tree 50? Tree 50. What's um,
9: up, bro? I'm uh, just Right before the game, figure he's going to lose because, you know, why not? Keep finding <laughs> following the trend, but that defense is, uh, it's something. Um, it's something. It's something good. Definitely. Absolutely. But, uh. Let's that's be careful,
3: game. man. It was Atlanta, no, no Calvin defense. Ridley.
9: But now that we have the pieces there, it's relying on defense more until I guess when we can figure out this offense. And speaking of that offense, damn, Donald, man, you cannot play at Atlanta and run on them. They got PTSD when Cam used to do it. That's why he used to get hit hard. And, uh, yeah, it looks like you, you couldn't hold up. But I hope you get better. That was a nasty couple of hits, but that's all it is with the fucking dirty birds. But right now, I think it's a good opportunity. I like the way the conversation was going with this. Why not just bring back Cam? P.J. is not it. His style has changed up drastically. He, he refuses to run it when the opportunity is there. I, I typed that earlier, but uh, he's been like that since the preseason. Like even when he threw with the – it's about to end – all right, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, when on when he threw. With the, <laughs> yeah. with so the, this call with, felt with longer
3: two, than it was.
9: Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he his game wasn't better than Will Greer, but you no, know, he's not here. But just the way that PJ plays, like he he doesn't run it when he when he was last year, and he's kind of just trying to I guess fit their style of mode for their QB. And it's just Matt Rule his his power, so he's going to follow that yeah. with T. So Cam in here. Uh, with, with this defense, and you give him a simple offense, can could do it. I mean, you heard how he talked about New England. That feels like calculus. You bring him back to Joe Brady shit. It's like, come on. He, he could he could follow that up maybe about a week and a half or even earlier.
3: And shit, could he have come back Cam this week?
9: Darnell gonna be out for a while, so I might as well bring back a. a, a oh,
3: Christian? Yeah, know, a like technically. oh. Well he is right he don't want to get he don't want to get over caught up I like you man he's worried about his time thank you bro <laughs> um, and so uh, you know who is not worried about their time is Tony Dunn who makes this podcast go on for like 27 hours a week <laughs> I do I drag this joint out I'll be like oh I want to make it I want to have some points to talk about and then all of a sudden I'll be like hey guys you want to argue about Demir Bird um
5: <laughs> we and we were just yes, talking about
3: uh oh no CMC like so he went out on a 3 I almost said 3 year 3 week IR which is new they didn't used to have that man maybe it's 2 years old I missed first to, this year they'll be dropping everybody on 3 week IR which is cool i think that they need to do stuff like this so you can make those uh, roster exemptions a little bit easier, but how I many weeks has he been out? I thought he would—he was sort of eligible to come back this week. Maybe I just can't count. That, um,
4: I—I I don't know. Uh, so he I've heard, heard that. Uh, he, Chad, he,
3: tell us. Chat, you mean, you, like, you mean
4: this is. week against the the Patriots,
2: right? Or you mean right? He's not. He's not
3: Lakers? coming. No, no. He's no, eligible.
2: DMC is eligible to return this week.
3: But he's not going. it sounds
2: like he's they not. said they said that he is uh either coming back this week or next week, but they said they're not they're gonna wait to make a decision until Wednesday um or they're gonna wait to see what he looks like on Wednesday.
3: Do you think yeah. he uh I don't think he comes back the tone and temperament that I've kind of just felt from the media I've barely even been asking about him. So it almost makes it feel like it's going to be... Who do we play after the Patriots?
4: Uh, after the Patriots, we play I'm the... not entirely sure,
3: but like I don't really Cardinals feel confident.
4: Four o'clock game in the afternoon, too.
3: Tim said. Tim Estes says he's eligible this week. Yeah. Think, yeah, about, this. This week. Think about this. If he does not play this week, that's kind of fucked up. Right, I mean, like, uh, soft, all right, so soft tissue it's soft, soft tissue injury, right? Soft tissue
4: issue?
3: Yeah, a strain, right? He had a hamstring strain, which we know lingers, and you don't want to try to overdo it and rush someone back. They let him sit out for two or three games, whatever it was in the beginning, right after it was. Remember, and then they tried to bring him back and practice halfway. They almost, they sold it like he was going to play.
2: Oh, they did. Like, they did not to
3: Yeah, and then now it's three weeks later. Three full weeks off of IR. Like, you put him on the IR. People are like, oh, you should have put him on. What I'm saying is this, is that, like, if he could have almost played Three and a half weeks ago, why is it that he can't play right now? And if one more week now, it now you guys are starting to pull me into the trepidation of the CMC troubled waters, troubled injury water conversation. You know, I mean, like, why isn't he ready? Like, it almost felt like the, the three week IR was trying to be very cautious and careful. Yeah. And I don't like, know why I thought he was going to run out the gate here.
4: I don't know why we didn't do it sooner. Um, then Prader, but still, Eric, it
3: doesn't even matter. It doesn't You're, like, you're going to hate this on an eight week IR at this point. And no, I am going to hate it because then that means that he. Won't play this week, or you know what? Next week they'll be like, Oh, guess he ain't so Tony. Ready.
4: If he can't play, what does that say? Huh? What does that say? I don't oh, know. He's kinda injury prone, his body's starting to wear down on him a little bit. You have to give him extra time to make sure his body. Is up to extra snuff, time. man.
3: How many extra? If that's time his
4: body, there? that's his body. Don't get mad at at. Look, it is I'll what see it you is, in man. 2023. Don't, don't, don't get mad that we're not, you know, that you say we should be playing Christian McCaffrey all the time and then say, oh, that the injuries aren't a problem. He needs to be I out there. I thought he was
3: going to be better by now. If he,
4: if he could be out there, he would did, be out did, there. Did you not, not think he
3: would there. be better, better by now? Like physically. Yeah, yeah, I want I mean, him to be, but I man, can you not know, been It's been seven weeks. It doesn't
4: matter what we want. <laughs> I it mean, it, it really just it doesn't matter weeks, what right? we want. If he's, I know, if he's but gonna did you back, not
3: expect it? Like, look, is that we can argue about the wisdom of what contracts are, but I'm not, I don't even care about that at this point. It's like the contract is on our team. So it's like, but did you not kind of expect him? to be returning right now. Yeah. Just one more week. If it's, it's one it's not more surprising week, more week, to me. Then you know why I'm, it's not surprising to me? You're kind of pulling me over. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if he don't come back, if he don't come back next week. If we get to this then podcast what? next then week, what. Then I'm like it's harder, it's harder and harder to um fight you're to defend against you that's what i'm telling saying you're
4: telling me i yeah, always i know these things
3: mm-hmm. i
4: win the, i win these these your hamstrings
3: get you fucked up i got i it. have the
4: foresight yeah. man you gotta listen to me yeah yeah well no not since i was real little you know oh, you. had <laughs> had that had that done away with
3: we tried oh. to have an abortion. It turns out, Cody, CK's internet was the sacrifice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Dude, uh, so. I
2: am so confused.
3: <laughs> so I was at, uh, we were at this restaurant, um, okay. and this girl comes in, and this was a couple of days, like, I live in a college town, and the restaurant is in a college area. But it's very, it was very convenient at the time, and the food's pretty good. So we go in there, and I mean, but it's a young audience, and I got my two of my two of my three kids with me. But this girl comes in, and she's wearing her Halloween costume on like Friday. It was like Friday or Saturday. I can't remember what night it was. I think it was Friday. Um, and it is like a perfect belly. Like she looks pregnant as a jet, but it was like so perfect of a circle. You're like, I don't believe. I told my wife, "Every my, I was like, look at her ankles, look at her ankles. You want to know if she's pregnant? Listen, because I was thinking, man, it's obviously it's Halloween night, right? So, um, we knew that she was probably dressing up as a pregnant girl, and we we're making fun, we we're making jokes, everybody's laughing. It looked good, too. But then, like, her food came, and she took the belly out. Like, she took it out. Like, she was like, screw this. Like, I need to eat. Like, I mean, (laughs) like, you know, she had bored it for a minute. And I I went up to her. I said, man, it's rude to have an abortion at your table.
5: Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) It's so rude. And right in front of a Catholic person.
4: Anyway. Damn, you vibe, totally done. That you was messed say, up. You need,
3: you need to say five you hail marys. Do you know what it was? It was a styrofoam, like um, like a that white styrofoam like white white styrofoam, like uh, like packaging material. It's yeah, perfect. Half circle. It's a good costume. I felt like she could have. My wife said this is that she should just like bump into somebody who she slept with a month ago.
2: A-, a month ago, damn.
3: Right. And but that's the joke, is like, oh God.
2: See if they realize it.
3: Like, yeah, and like just make them panic and also be like our 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 uh DNA is. So special. <laughs> just a, watch this person go.
2: No! I had yeah. sex with an alien.
3: Oh, God. Imagine if you just called up every, and not every person. Hopefully, you're not just spreading it out. There. Anyway, maybe you are. Maybe you are. Look, uh, Tim says Tony hitting on fake pregos with his wife around. That's probably why my marriage is falling apart. Probably I why. Have to quit hitting on pregnant women. I know. Yeah. I know. You know what is uh I can't make them prego anymore, which is the most amazing thing ever. It's like a liberating feeling. To and don't, don't tell the bishop, which I'm going to have to tell Jesus one day. Sorry. I'm a to Catholic man. No, yeah, the calls are done. We
4: have it's no over. more calls.
3: I know Damn. you just gotta deal with me. I'm gonna make you stay up for at least you better
4: tell <laughs> some better stories.
3: <laughs> I, what do you mean? I walked up to a girl and told her that it was rude to have abortions. At the dinner table. How much of a better story hey, can this you This is think?
4: America, dude. They're having abortion whatever she wants, Tony. Come on.
3: JD54 said he called in. Hold on. Let me refresh. And... Hit me with the last four digits of your number. Because I think I played all of them. Um, Let's talk about the trades. Across the How line. How about
2: the... uh no- how about the Real Broncos? Good.
3: I know, Von they, Miller. What Von about Miller and
2: How about the freaking Rams, bro? Like, they are... Like, I'm telling you, they already had an incredible defense now in, in a defensive front. Dude, do you realize what that defensive line looks like right now? Just look at the people on that defensive line. Aaron Donald, Von Miller... Uh, oh, gosh, what's the other guy's name? I'm blanking. Um...
4: I forget his name, but they also have Jalen Ramsey on that team, too. Jalen yeah, Ramsey has a yeah, back there in the, the, best the corner, corner. Right. Yeah, dude, they're, the Rams are all in. And I feel like every year they're always the team making moves. They traded for Stafford, they traded for Ramsey, now they're traded for Vaughn Miller. Like they don't care what their salary cap looks like in a few years, they don't care what their draft picks looks like in a few years. Right. They're trying to win a Super Bowl right now and frankly if you're in their position i don't blame them man they're firing on all cylinders they're getting better yep. they're clearly one of the best teams in the nfc uh you know maybe one day we'll get to that place hopefully sometime soon man but
3: i, I don't blame them for well, it for with the quarterback it. it does start with the quarterback um you might want to ask why the green Bay packers haven't done that a little bit more that kind of attitude yep. They it's never the do place. that, man.
4: A lot of people were so mad that they didn't try and trade for Odell Beckham Jr. before the trade deadline, and that him and Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers would have been magical with one Maybe. another.
3: All right, we do have this call. Let's go to the call. Yo, what's good, C3?
6: It's Justin, what's, my Justin man. what's up, bro? Um, yo, my, my opinion of uh, that, that last game, the offense and going into uh, this upcoming Sunday, um, I, I feel like this offense is it's, – it's an offense It's a plan that you can move forward with and win games. Um, it should have been – this should have been a game plan since game one because Sam is not a rookie – his, his decision-making is at the level of a rookie. And the best thing you can do for rookie QBs is to give them a solid run game. Um, that's it. Sam is not a rookie. He's a reclamation project. So a similar situation. They should have been doing this from, from the jump. Um with PJ with with the possibility of PJ starting this upcoming week, I think the the game plan should be fairly similar. And regardless of who we have at the running back position, uh if CMC is back, if he's not. Uh, I do believe that Amir should get more touches and the number one and number two running back should yeah. have around similar amount. So like a forty, forty, twenty tight split, keep the guys fresh. Um like I said if CMC isn't back this Sunday, I think Amir should be the starter and that she would be the number two and that voice get uh what's left of those carries. Um, but yeah, I, I I I'm I'm I like what I saw from the offense last week and I'm looking at it from the perspective of, okay, now they have an identity and they have something that they can build off of. Yeah. Um, like Sam comes back. If he plays this week, whenever he comes back, uh, I, I like Sam seemed confident in that, that this past Sunday. That's, that's the thing I like. Um, he seems I won't confident say
3: confident, he but he seems resilient.
6: And we, we can actually properly assess who he is or what he is. Um, as it stands, we like everybody talking about. We need a QB. We need to no. We need to
5: flesh out the, rest of the
6: the team offensively, build up the line, um, get def, get guys uh, depth pieces and things of that nature. If we can build all that up, and if Sam isn't the guy, then we'll be in a position to trade whatever the fuck we need to trade. Draft. You see how the Rams don't have draft picks? They're like, no, we going in now. Like we'd be in a better position, similar to them, but in a better position. So yeah, that's my two cents. Uh, appreciate you
4: guys uh, playing my call and everything. Appreciate the
0: show. Um, Keep pounding,
4: man. I listen. I echo the exact sentiments that that Justin just said. I feel like we found our identity. We're, we need to be a tough, physical, run-first football team. Play some smash-mouth football, and I think this is going to open. We're up that,
3: uh, man. Yeah,
4: but listen, but, Tony, we're not expecting us to be a, a, a finished product right now. You're only expecting to see incremental positive results. And I think so far, 47 we, 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 we saw lot, that, man. man. Yeah, but listen, when, you, when, when you can't pass protect, that's what you have to do, man. You have to, you you have to work with what way. you
3: have. You're not going to be able to. All right. I know, look, look, let's do it, man. They said they were going to do it two weeks ago. It took them two weeks yeah. later. So yeah, like I'm not opposed to it.
4: Let's see what Run Bill Belichick has to.
3: All right, um, what do we got coming up this week? We 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 still got to do the ISO picks. Um, yeah, I have
4: a fun one too.
3: We have uh, tomorrow night. We're going to get back on that debate. My take.
4: Yeah, you know it
3: all right we skipped a week that was my fault we have people scheduled, but we'll talk uh yeah we got uh eric summers from cat scratch reader on beat report nice nice we don't have any new england people i've been trying i've been trying to court these new england people they're tough they're too busy they're too they're too yankee for us slow people Um, hey do
4: you have another call
3: another one another one another one Let's see. I Day ain't playing. Like, I ain't found. If it just. Oh, just came in. Six seconds? I was going cool like to say, Tony's cool as motherfucker ever. be something. like crazy.
2: It's going to be like, T baby, a
3: bitch. of here. No, no. call. That's it. <laughs> That's right. it. Didn't say nothing. That was it. um All right. Yeah. So, um, you can uh check us out tomorrow night. We're gonna do debate my take. You can uh at nine o'clock we have live Eric Summers on the C3 beat check Friday night. We got uh the Friday free for all where Cody and all his boys circle jerk. No, oh uh, mm-hmm. no,
4: I- we don't do that I anymore. Came, I came on
3: all y'all. Uh, that's on
4: my own, that's on my OnlyFans. We move that content no. somewhere else,
3: but no. no during the Friday um, free for all, yeah, it's got a lot of like. There's a cult following in the Friday free for all, dude.
4: Listen, if you're not coming and hanging out with the cool kids on the Friday free for all, what's your
3: problem, dude? You don't have be before a you go out to the bars. Before you go out to the bars, like you can go, come in and hang out with the boys. You smoke, whatever you do. Get your pregame on. You're not on cool
4: unless you come and hang out on the Friday free-for-all with your boy every Friday at 7 p.m. That's your opportunity to come on this show and tell us what you think about these Carolina Panthers directly, man. We have, a, as you said, a cult following of people that come on. We have a fantastic discussion every single Friday, and I'm inviting you to be a part of it. Yes, that's right. Whoever you are listening right now the friday free Fros for you come be a part of it every friday at 7pm
3: all right um ck this past week you guys dropped uh, an awesome version uh the madden simulation i told you i tried to tell i i told you i think i was right
2: yeah you i mean that was uh...
3: One, 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 uh one carolina was amazing.
2: Yeah, he was. Uh, he was definitely. He, he was made for it, for sure. He had the 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 voice. He had the uh, the knowledge that you need for somebody to do that. Um, We're gonna you know, try to get him a... back. Yeah, I, we need to yeah, get him back.
3: I... Let's go ahead and court him for like four weeks from now, just to not exhaust him. We need to save his voice. If he wants to do it every week, let's do it. He's
4: incredible, man. Him and CK together are.
3: I know. Right, they, it sound, was an, they sound it was like awesome. a
4: legitimate Madden.
3: And uh, did you hear he Mick Mixon's it. shit this week?
2: No. No, what was it?
3: All right. So um, I told you guys the week before. What was it? It was a ridiculous one the week before. Well, it was about um, the week before this one. He started off. He was like, when your body starts to secrete this enzyme you are going into puberty and then you achieve adolescence today the panthers on the road against the New York Giants are trying to achieve maturity I told you guys about that one this week was this is uh it was about the panthers offense the uh was constipated and we had a a um, Case of irritable bowel syndrome. He said irritable bowel syndrome. It was you know, awesome, dude. Like it goes you, through all this crazy shit. And you, he's like, <laughs> like, we took an X-Lax. Tomorrow, next week it'll be like they took an X-Lax and had acne medication on their adolescent faces.
2: You can tell that he is retiring at the end of this year because he has stopped giving a shit. <laughs>
3: he needs to be on we yeah, uh, like our goal is in two years for him to be on the Madden simulation with you. Well,
2: you you know he's retiring, right? He's not going right, to be right,
3: right? And two years so- we got to catch him. Like we got to let him have a year off. Like so he retires and then yep. he gets the kids. In two or three years, we got to bring him back, and he's going to be like, when my colonoscopy went right. <laughs> It was when <laughs> <fans.
2: laughs> you know, you know what I was thinking about too. I feel like Mc- Mc- Mixon is being pushed out by Tepper as well, and that's the only reason he's retiring.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. You know, I, I thought that too uh, because there's been so many changes. Um, one from the media, Eugene, yeah. Like uh, Eugene Robinson doesn't do it anymore, but you yeah. know that he's back on the team. He doesn't do the live broadcast, but he is part of the after interviews. Like, yeah, like if you go on the Panthers website and you do their audio content, they have Mick Mixon. They interview the coach. It's Mick Mixon, Mixon, Eugene Robinson, and Jim Zoki. Jim Zoki's got to take over, man. He's great. He's fantastic. I like Jim Zoki a lot. but. I thought they had pushed Eugene completely out. But it turns out he's part of these broadcasts. Yeah, but you're right. Tepper is... I don't know. And I don't even know if it's smart moves. It almost feels Wall street
2: Like, look at the people that, like, Max is gone. What's the other guy that was there for a while that was, like, he was almost a goofy guy. Um, Mm. He was, uh, I want to say Will, but... um, he uh, it's two people that were a big part of that media team that, that were basically no longer a part of it pretty quickly after Tepper's uh, now it's you know, all
3: tenure. uh, now the the media team is now run by who's the guy that ran Black and Blue Review?
2: Uh, that's gonna be uh, Bill Voth Bill Voth
3: Bill Voth is in charge there, yeah, 100 oh, percent in charge, 100%. and Darren Gant is his boy. And you know what? Darren Gantz good at his job, too. Yeah. But the Panthers media site is just black and blue review with yeah. Panthers.com on it now. Like, they do the same exact shit. The snap counts. The, like, I mean, it is black and blue. You can tell it's Bill Voth. It's Darren Gans is number one. And they have like two other people. And then everything right. else is kind of immediate. You know what? They got to bring us in. We need some, bring us in for the freshness. Wait until <sighs> Cody Lashney and Tony Dunn argue like a marital couple. What day of the week do we argue on? Friday. Friday, where say- we go to, uh, where are we going to go to eat for dinner? <laughs> and,
4: um, And then Um, I bring up a suggestion, and you're like, "No, anywhere but there." Let's just go to. And then I'm like, "Oh, then let's go to this place," and you're like, "We're not going
3: anywhere." Well, now we're just gonna stay at home and eat hungry man's. Um, All right, Uh, internet
4: wife over here.
3: Can we ice some fools up?
4: I don't know. Can we?
3: Yeah. I mean, I got one, and it's not that great, but actually, it is the greatest. Um, so who wants to go first? I'll go first if you want me to go first. All right, my first one is this: is you if you haven't seen The Wire, folks. Like, I'm sorry, I've watched it. I had just started rewatching it again, and it might be the fifth time I've watched this show, The Wire. If you, fuck with HBO, if you fuck with TV and serial dramas and things that revolutionize TV, The Wire is the number one show in the history of the world. Like, it really is. Like, it beats Breaking Bad's ass. The Wire set the tone for what the new era of TV would be. So if you have not seen it, I tell you to ice up. That's it. That's it.
4: That's your only ice up.
3: That's it. That's it.
4: All right. CK, okay. you have one.
2: Um, I'll just give uh do an honor of uh of Greg, who was not able to be here tonight due to internet issues similar to mine. Um, he sent one in there. Are you able to pull that from the uh, group chat? Yeah. I'm just doing this for Greg. Um, Greg wanted to uh, talk about the fact that obviously we can all talk about what happened and I'm sure everybody has a differing opinion about what was happening at the border with families being separated and all of this crazy stuff that was happening uh, over the past few years. Um, But it's being, uh, it's being said that the current administration is trying to work out that Families that were impacted by that are going to get a payout from the U.S. government of $450,000. 450000 must have
3: missed where they put the colon and the dot. No, well,
2: dude. He,
4: he's quoting the Wall Street Journal. Dude, nothing yeah. surprises me anymore. $450,000 so, $450, to,
2: start, you know... Baby. Yeah, basically, it's a pain and suffering thing for the families that were separated, right? Um, but I get where I think uh, that Greg's biggest problem with this is how we treat our service members who are currently, like, if you were to die as a, it, it, you know in the service of the military for the United States of America, your family would only get four hundred only get four hundred thousand, right? That's not like it's this small amount, but your family would get four hundred thousand dollars, which is fifty thousand less than they're paying illegal immigrants that you well, know. Yeah, were separated yeah, but, from
3: and they are also serving your country and yeah. doing something that is remarkably admirable. I'm oh, not yeah. saying that these other people don't uh, aren't deserve there. something, I mean, yeah. Right, right. But at the same time like It's not like they were just oh they were just uh, saying holding a flag up like they were really serving the country,
2: right? So, but that was uh, that was Greg's ice up for tonight. So uh, ice up the I guess Biden administration, which I think we can all look at at Biden's point. Really gonna
3: pass? Do you think that's just like uh, like a statement? There's no way that really, bro. I don't. I don't know. Can't even get a. Like I like American citizens can't even get reasonable health care. How are we gonna be paying non-citizens four hundred thousand dollars? I've learned
4: to just not believe anything. I
3: oh
2: no, I just I could
4: read on the news. But I'm so
2: over. I'm so over that like I like I'm at the point where I'm I am neither Republican nor liberal or anything like I am at this point like I'm just living my life for myself and my family at this point in time I know uh, because, i just
3: just living my little circle bro yeah like i said this is I like I stopped even paying attention to the news and the internet I do have one more I slight I said the end to the movie Dune have you guys seen Dune Dune yeah
2: yes beautiful
3: yeah, what? You, yeah, yeah. Um. that no love the movie I thought the ending was underwhelming. No, I just think the ending was underwhelming. And that's how I kind of iced that up. is. like, uh, yeah, you can tell us we're going to have six more movies that are going to be part of the Dune sequel or whatever. Tr- six trilogy, whatever you would fucking call it. <laughs> but, I mean, can you not make the ending a little bit more...
2: Um. Understandable uh-huh. or satisfactory, or yeah, like, I why, to the it.
3: Reason, like the whole movie was so awesome, and then the ending was just like, Yeah, like,
4: yeah. The reason why is that they're, they're building this, like, this is um, this generation's version of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Well, if it is, look,
3: I teach students Earth. how to write, not how to write, like, I'm a super writing teacher, but I it's part of. And the beginning and the end is where the money is made. I'm sorry. Like, that's what I tell all my students about a paper. The beginning and the end is where your money is made. If the beginning sucks, your audience, yeah. Right? If the end sucks, yeah. Like, you can do, you can win all the other aspects. And that's what I think D- Dune did. Dune won every possible aspect. Is that for an Did underwhelming ending? Like the last note of the movie was kind of boring. Yeah, just, I mean, this they're hand they're... fight, this hand fight, and all of a sudden now he's part of this for lo- what?
2: For whatever, like friend
3: it was just that. Him. What do they call him?
2: The friend. I'm of... confused. I'm confused I on a couple of a things.
3: Falafel, didn't I?
2: <laughs> Like I was confused on one part with like where the guy that he killed was supposed to be his friend that, am I wrong in that? Like, isn't that what they were talked about? Like he, in his visions, that guy was supposed to be his friend. And like,
4: the real, the really confusing part of it is that Paul Atreides sees visions of the future, but none of them are set in stone and he sees different visions of the future. And that's not
3: very well said. The whole in the movie, movie was great. No, that just the it was that's the ending. But side, that's what's happening. You know? though, it was just right? like, so oh, you're you... part of our tribe now. But that's why that you see it. him
4: like fighting a guy that he ends up killing. And he, he thought, he thought the, the girl. He
3: thought the girl was going to stab him, right? Like yeah, the but first he didn't iteration. Now, right? And then he realized that that was too simplistic of an interpretation. The whole movie was awesome. Like I'm all into it. Like I was so into it, like I was real I mean, it was two hours and thirty-five minutes. So it's not like they just it was a shit ending, dude.
4: Yeah, I mean, all right, so I have a fun one. Are you ready right. for this one? It's a right. fun Let's do it. one. I think it's the funnest one uh that that I've had in a while, just because it shows you how crazy this fucking life that we live is. Some of you may have already heard about this. Um, but earlier this year, the Texas Longhorns hired a coach by the name of Jeff Banks.
3: Uh, I like this. And, and this if you don't know... And
4: if you don't know who Jeff Banks this. is, well, let me tell you a little bit about him. He's the nerdiest of This man ever. left his wife and kids in order to be with a stripper named Pole Assassin. Now, Pole Assassin... If you know anything about her, she was once on Jerry Springer show as a uh as a stripper um and she had been like you know renowned as a stripper one of the best strippers in the world. I hate that Tony left for this because I have a great video to show uh but the interesting thing about this story is that pole assassin as her name uh once, has Uh, a friend with her while she's performing. And she performs Feast Your Eyes with a pet monkey. Okay? Okay. She she performs with a pet monkey as a part of her show, dude. And and it's like it's been a a thing of hers for a while. So anyway, remember, the Texas Longhorn coach is with this woman, right? So they had... Uh, a haunted mansion at their house. Well, one of the children comes up to the door and I guess the monkey is out there and the child spooked the monkey and the monkey started attacking the child Uh, and, and ended up biting into the kid's neck and like grabbing on. They had to pry the the monkey off of the child's neck like, a, like it was like attached on to the child. Uh, I don't know what would be the results of this. But dude, when you leave your wife and family for a stripper, that's bad enough, man. But then you leave it for a stripper who owns a monkey who almost mauls a trick-or-treater to death, dude.
2: I'm Come so confused by this entire ice thing. Up, like, uh, my goodness, yeah, ice up to, to. I mean, I guess the kid really. You need to get some ice on that. Uh, those wounds, maybe gets scrolling down. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a, that's like one of those stories you 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 read and you're like, oh, this is just National Enquirer bullshit. But that's like, real. That's insane, dude. It's it's
4: so indicative of how stupid parts of our world are man did you read a story like that and that's something that mm-hmm. really happened
2: It's so, like how, how do you hire a guy like that if you're the texas longer and you're like you know what this guy seems like a guy that we want teaching our youth <laughs>
4: yeah yeah I, I couldn't i couldn't even imagine Tell me, you bought that at the best part. I had a video for you.
3: I saw it. I've already seen it.
4: you seen the monkey down the pole and everything? Yeah,
3: I've seen it. Sorry, I was about Dude. the uh, Man, all these hours. I'm getting older. Prostate's getting smaller. Or bigger. All right, but that's it, man. Bigger. All right. Um, Game right. fix? So the... Uh, Carolina Panthers are going to be playing the New England Patriots not too long from now. We're going to have a lot of content coming to you about that. Um, Cody and I are going to have to debate some things. I was going to like, I've been trying to think about some. I want I want the listeners to submit debates up topics at hashtag C3 debates. One word. Hashtag C3 Debates. Uh, What do you guys want us to argue over? Um, We've done some fun things like um, best Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, I think that we're going to have to... uh, Cody, you're going to have to go and watch Die Hard.
2: You you have to go go and watch Die Hard? Hard?
3: No, he has. It's just been a long time. So, like, you have to kind of... you have to watch it with this question in mind. Is it a Christmas movie? Like, that will uh, be a debate this year, and I have a firm opinion on that. Um, what do you guys think would, would be what if the, we
4: shared the same opinion?
3: Well, you know what? And then we debate that. And then we we just, you know, we've, we've had similar opinions on the show before. Um, what do you think? What's your scariest Halloween movie? I know it's a little late. We didn't do debate my take, but my my son, who doesn't, my son is the oldest of my kids. And he actually is like the least invested in his dad. Like he's like, oh, it's dad, and that's fun. But he likes scary movies, and uh, say so you like, I'm, I'm like, I I recommended a movie to him. You know, you recommend... He's like, not scary. Not scary. But what's your scariest Halloween? Well, We just had Halloween. What's your... What's the scariest... Scary movie? If
2: if you've never seen it before... I'll give you mine since I'm not there. It's going to be Paranormal Activity. The first time I ever watched that, that was fucking terrifying.
4: All right. Mm, uh, I would say... I mean, listen. I don't know if it's the scariest movie of all time, but can I just give you a recommendation for?
3: your favorite just horror favorite. movie? movie. Uh,
4: there is a movie that you can all watch right now on Netflix called The Platform. And dude, let me tell oh, you. Oh, I've seen
3: that. Where they gotta dude, go up and down and yeah, the food. Dude, but look, dude, it's, it's fucking, fucking creepy, dude. It it is it's creepy well. even
4: in the concept too. And like I won't spoil anything. Oh, you
3: yeah, eat this cake. Eat the cake. Eat the
4: cake. Yeah, and you have to hurry. And then you you can't save any food in your pocket. And then you don't know what level you're gonna.
3: Look, it's on. And then you it's, pee on the guy. It's it's, it's
4: Yeah, you can spit intense. on the food, dude. Listen, it's if, intense. If you're in, it's not like a traditional horror movie, in, in that it has like a ton of blood and guts and gore, or even jump scares. It's a Spanish movie. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. It's called The Platform. Fucking incredible.
3: For me, it's clearly Leprechaun. Anyway,
4: Leprechaun. <laughs> the
3: Leprechaun? Yeah, like the Fair first enough. one that had... Uh, it had um, Kevin Bacon in it. Jennifer was... Aniston in it. Yeah. And, you know what movie uh... I was too
4: young to watch that I saw too early? The Blair Witch Project. I remember just being, being young. But remember, I, I might have been like seven or eight years old when I first saw yeah. that movie. And that, that fucking freaked the shit out of me, dude. And but it was shit, like a Because they just film. took a
3: little camera. And yeah, that but that's wonderful. why it was
4: so terrifying, though. Yeah. It felt it like it was light, a real light, light
3: somebody really doing it. It's kind of like um, Unsolved Mystery. You know, I'm not... I'm, more scared by real shit than i am by fake shit right well or at least i was when i was a kid like you want to really uh scare me like tell me about the pedophilic neighbor beside me not the demon that comes out of the ground like i'm like all right that demon I don't oh. talk about that like i do care about un do you remember unsolved mysteries i would be freaked watch yeah, that shit I- and these motherfuckers, i will be like, oh, my God, I hear the no, window. I, uh, hey. I was like, there are robbers outside. I just remembered
4: what I think is the scariest movie that I've ever seen. Right. For and me, it's, it's my the favorite, ring. And it's my favorite horror movie, The Exorcism of, of Emily Rose. If you oh, haven't seen that movie, it is fantastic. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I'm not really even into horror, like, Hardcore like that, I'm like a sometime horror fan. Yeah, like, yeah.
3: horror, but hey, like, no, the, the is like, is like I don't like, love really it. Really I don't hate, hate it, though. Really you know really what? Scary. I enjoy it every time. Like, you know, like you ever seen a scary mo- movie and not loved. My... All right, here I'll tell you the best I've the seen scary movie I All right, so my wife and I have been together for a long time. Uh I'm gonna be turning forty next week, November 11th. Anyway we've been together since I was 19, 21 years 21 years we've been together we've been wow. married for 15 yeah i mean but like we've got a lot of memories but in the early stages of us dating i went or earlier stages of us dating i went with her parents and her to visit her grandfather in Athens Georgia He's passed away. He lived to ninety six. Um, so we go there, and you know we're not married. We're we're young and dating. You know what I mean? Like uh, I had to sleep in the basement. Like I literally had to sleep in the basement of this giant house. Right, and the basement was creepy as fuck. But it, it wasn't creepy at the time. And this was before, like you could just read everything on the internet. This is probably right. like this may have been like 2002 whenever actually just look it up. You want to know exactly what the date was is when the movie The Ring came out and we were bored. We were just sitting around with our parents and this and that and like we said we got to get out of this mug and we said we're going to go see a movie and we had no and we, we just went and saw the movie that was showing next. You know, like, I mean, it was like, all right, it's 3.30. We want to go to a 4.30 movie. And we went and saw The Ring. And we got the popcorn. We were sitting down. We had no idea what this. Like, we didn't know if it was a comedy. <clears throat> we didn't know if it was whatever. We sat down and it was just like, ah! Oh <laughs> scary shit. And then I had to go and sleep in the basement of this three-story house. This old creepy ass motherfucker, and I was like, if this phone rings, if this phone rings, I got to leave the state of Georgia. It was tough, oh, man. It was fun, you know. Some, uh, sometimes about this anything it's uh, whether if it's scary or awesome or great, is actually about the moment you experience it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, like, really, is like. Uh, if you see it, the funniest movie ever, it c- might be in a special time in your life that you actually saw it, and that was at that moment. The scare—I wish it would have scared scared me out of getting married. <laughs> no. oh, oh my god! All right, uh, all right, let's get out of cool.
4: here before telling everyone's is married.
3: <laughs> oh, I will. Or do you want me to keep this podcast going until three hours? We were almost doing we uh, almost did not. it at 1045. Anyway, we're out of here. Nope. It's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by Carolina Cat Chronicles, Carolina Cat Chronicles.com. The worst salesman in the world. His name's Tony Dunn. You see those shirts? I got some of them. Why don't you <laughs> buy some of them? That's it. Uh Cody Lashney. My arch nemesis, my brother from another mother, my wheel man, my guy that I will debate tomorrow night on Debate My Tech. Tell them how they can follow you. Yeah, you can follow me
4: on Twitter at Cody. Lacks. You see it right by my face right there. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter. I'm good at interacting with people when they interact with me. um, You can find all my written work on drafttech.com where I write uh, first and second round comments for the Carolina Panthers on drafttech.com. Uh, and every Friday at 7 p.m. Tune in for the Friday free for all where you can join the stream yard and come in and hang out on a Friday and talk Carolina Panthers and football in general. And tell us what you think about this football team. That's it for me, Tony.
3: CK, uh, most yep. diligent man with the phone in hand. Uh, bestest voice in the internets how yep. can i follow your work uh,
2: you can find me on the interwebs at twitter tiktok facebook youtube code dizzle allen is what you're going to be looking for to get uh me and uh you know like i said just come check out we do some streams and uh keep an eye out again for the uh for the man simulation each week uh last week was epic uh, we'll get it again this week here for patriots and uh, I usually wait until after the Wednesday press conferences to get an idea of who's actually going to be in, who's going to be out. So that way we get a more accurate representation of that. But uh just be uh keeping your eyes on the YouTube. The uh the viewership on that's died down a little bit, but I think it's because it's uh, you know, it's just kind of we 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 were on a four-game losing streak, so I don't think people are super excited about watching them. Hopefully that'll change.
3: We need um Kind of the panthers to either suck monumentally mm-hmm. or be awesome monumentally, I mean that really for the for the for our show and our clips, and, and not that that's what we do it for. I don't even care, I mean I do, and I mean like it, it's it is rewarding when a homie says, We like your show, yeah, I do like that. But um, if we go 7 and 9, this podcast has the peoples that are always here. The dialogue, go, uh, Yeah, like the, the fam. Our fam. But uh, if we went, you know, 12 and what is it now? 12 and 5. We'd be inviting new peoples in. But if we went four and thirteen like it, it's better for us to go four and thirteen or twelve and five than for us to go seven or nine for our show. Right. Because the diehards are here no matter what. Uh, that's right. That's right. Tim, I'll put the link look, here's the link right now. I'm gonna put it in the live chat to the swag. I am gonna start promoting that. Um. And other than that, uh, well, I'll see you tomorrow night, Cody. Let's go. Yeah.
4: Until tomorrow night, C three fam. Keep pounding.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you.